When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One, two, three, four. Don't mind if I do. Ladies and gentlemen, Gavino and Rich. Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? You're on the radio. Whoa! Yeah! Holy mother nugget! And holy mother meatball! I'm the smartest man alive! You're so ridiculous. What? You're such a fool. Get out of here. Vino and Rich. Let's go. Wow! All right, good morning. Welcome to the show. Woo! Halfway there. Living on a prayer. Woo! Wednesday, hump day. Let's go. Let's up and go. Woo! Woo! Yip, yip, yippity. Shazam! Boom, bam! Rich is live in Texas. Dicky Tejas. Cavino and Spot in LA. New Braunfels Dicky. L.A., Hollywood Spot, and Covino. Let's go. Sports, <laughs> entertainment, and life. Hope you had a great Tuesday. Woo! Yeah, yeah. I want to give you a Rich Flair chop across the chest right now. Let's do it. Let's go. Is it Rick Flair getting back in the ring one last time? Haven't you seen that headline floating around? I haven't seen that. We'd be fucking rocking down. I only bring it up because Spot hit us with a uh, Ric Flair woo to start the show. But Spot, Google Ric Flair. I feel like he's getting back in the ring for some pay-per-view something where everyone's like, one last time he'll walk the aisle with his strutting. Like, Google Ric Flair for the fifth time today? Sure. Hope you had a great Tuesday night. A Jimmy Bucket Butler sort of. Did you say a Jimmy Buffett kind of night? Not a Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Bucket. Rich does. Check his feet. I'm the son of a son of a uh, sailor. According. 41 <laughs> points. High, the heat looking good according tonight. Western to, Conference Finals. Uh, your former employer, ESPN. The Nature Boy will make one uh, make the walk one final time. Ric Flair will perform in one last match July 31st. Flair 73 will step into the ring at the Nashville Fairgrounds on an independent card that will stream live on Eddie Fight TV. Nice. Nice. How about that? How about it? Flair's opponent really for July 31st remains unclear. I mean, I respect his comeback. I'm he was in bad shape for me. ESPN. I remember that. He almost sure. died, if yeah. you remember. I, of course I remember. So the fact that he's just out there and about there and living life again, and you know, that's impressive. But do we really need to see that? How old is he again? 73 years old. 73? I don't think we should see that guy. Anymore. Oh, come on. Why to try to hold down an old guy? What are you doing? I mean, ageist being cancel him, cancel him. Yeah. Being realistic about it, even though it's all playful and entertainment. The guy was on his deathbed a few years ago. Ah, like a year cancel ago. Him. Anyway, it's good to see him out there. No doubt. No diggity. So welcome to the show. Sports entertainment, much like Ric Flair and life. Woo. Woo. 
So again, I hope you had a Miami Heat sort of night. Not a Celtic you know, sort of night. Rich just the, had a uh, Rich just had the, a Heat I, sort of night. I, it it was uh, honestly it was a Heat type of night. It is so freaking hot here, and Steamy. I don't want to be I don't want to be weather guy. But oh, I gotta make a weather stinger now. <laughs> What's that song that's popular now on uh, Hits One and TikTok Radio? Weatherman. Do you know that song? I do not. Is it by just the weather- tell the weatherman? Well, the weather, the dry heat is unbelievable down here in Texas, as Spot pointed out yesterday. It is just dry and hot. It is just like hot. You go outside, you're like, <gasps> like it's hard to breathe. Grooving. Once this kick, once it kicked, once it kicked in there, I kind of enjoyed it. Well, yeah. the front was kind of cheesy. Yeah, it's a well, it's a TikTok trending song right now. But what about it? The weather, unbearable. Like there's that a different bad? type of different type of heat. Cove. Like you walk outside in LA, if it's hot, you're like, yo, it's hot, but I'll walk around the block. I said, hey, Cindy, I'm going to go walk up and get a little barbecue sandwich literally down the block. And she's like, you don't want to do that. I'm like, I think I'll do it. I walked outside. I'm like, yo, you're right. Can I borrow your keys? I kind of don't want to do it dude. in L.A. So I can't imagine in Texas because seriously, it does get that hot. Like I have this beautiful patio, the patio of love on my condo. And I just don't even want to step out there sometimes because it's so darn hot. So I can't imagine in Texas, but Rich comes back tonight, right? So you'll be live from L.A. tomorrow. Tonight. I'll be back tonight. So I'll be with you tomorrow morning. Yeah. That's what I said. Booby trap. I know. So 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 excited about that, but hope you're having a good time. It's time for the weather. There it is. Um, let's go to Rich Davis at the weather desk. <laughs> what do I do? Uh, what is, uh, who's the guy with the terrible tan? Something oh, rains. Dallas, Dallas rains. Ra- Dallas rains. <laughs> For as often as you bring that guy up, you have to remember his name. You bring him up all well, the time. I don't, I don't watch the news. I only see him on billboards. Unless he's just one of those of guys oh, you can never remember he's... his name. Because I have those people too that, man, no matter how hard I try, I can never remember that guy's name. Let me tell you, he's wild on the news. Unless he's one of those guys. Otherwise, you bring he's your go-to weather guy that you always reference. I mean, he is well, a bit extreme. <laughs> like, I mean, it is look. You know, Yannick Garcia is my favorite. I know this guy's your favorite. Yeah, but I mean, your Yannick Garcia go-to is like a machismo, eye-rolling, obvious one. But, but like, I know Dallas your... Reigns is he's not my go-to. Who's your go-to? Stormfield? Stormfield is my go-to, yeah. Stormfield would be my go-to. Because it's a very <laughs> weather-sounding name. Yeah. I love that hey, weather spot. guys have their little name gimmick. Why is For all the child? people that don't know, Here's Dallas look, Reigns. Still look at this guy. He's like Crazy Eddie doing them. He really is. Some high clouds drifting through, but that's just about it. Area of low pressure, though, is just off the uh, coastline up there, off British Columbia. It's going to change the weather in Southern California. It's going to be some rain. Dallas Reigns. Coming in. Not right, so anyway, much continue. for today. Dallas Reigns. There are some mental blocks, though. There's some people, no matter how hard I try, I could never remember their names and things like that. I know. So I'll give you a break on that. If I could, I can't even think of an example because I can't remember their names ever. So if I do, I'll let you know. 
there are sometimes song titles, movies, actors, people where I'm like, I, I have to think before I say it. And then sometimes I can't even think about it. <laughs> are you okay? Like Dallas Reigns is one of those uh, classic examples. He's a local dude out here in Los Angeles. No, but it is uh, it is unbearably hot outside here in Texas. So I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want. I don't know. Like unless you're floating on the river or like sitting in AC, I, that just like you walking outside sucks. It really does. It's, uh, it's pretty hot. Here's uh, Rich to his in-laws. Mrs. Seinfeld, please, I am begging you, put the air conditioner on. <laughs> Yeah, huh? I've lost six pounds. It's funny you bring this up, though, because it gets so hot here in L.A. I understand it's much different in in Texas. But, again, I'm, I'm, my house, my condo faces the sun, right? Just when it's blazing every day. It's just blazing. And I have Florida ceiling windows. So... Yeah. It's just I'm blazing sorry, heat. Florida ceiling windows. Oh, yeah. Have it's you heard of them? Blazing yeah. hot all day, hitting the patio, creating more heat. It's hotter in my house than it is outside sometimes. Truth. Because the heat is just constantly hitting the house. So Jordan now wants to get 3M makes this sort of like ultraviolet, like protectant film, almost like a tint without tinting the window. But they professionally put it on just to keep some of the heat out. Ooh, so that's not always it. so hot, not only, you know, in the house, but on that wall just because it's so hot. And we're actually investigate the, investigating that as we speak. Just don't have a guy from Jersey do it. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> is this expensive? Like, what is this? And I don't want to change the look of how the sun brightens up the living room, you know, but that's how hot it is in California. If I was a weatherman, would I be Dickie Do, but D E W, like giving you the do point? <laughs> Dickie Do. <laughs> Give that joke right back to Jesus. <laughs> no, it was great. Give it right back. You didn't need it. Jesus. Jesus. Loved now he's going to charge you for his writing fee. Loved it. Like, give it back Dickie to him. Dickie Do. Dickie Do. <laughs> On the morning zoo. You're the, you're the radio weather guy. All right. So. Welcome to the show, sports entertainment life. It's hot. It's it's bat wing duck season, swass season, sweaty season. Again, I can't even enjoy my patio, really. I'm out there for three seconds. Rich can't even take a walk in Texas. Spot, what are you going to do with your magic shoes? Uh, you going to battle the elements? For, it was like the, in the 90s the other day I went for a walk. Oof. It's a dry heat. Yeah, it's Oof. brutal. Oof. <laughs> dry it's Oof. Keeps it's brutal. You, keeps your uh, pits dry. So, yeah, now I'm looking into the, you know, getting some sort of sort of tint put on. I don't know. We'll, That's we'll how, figure something out. You know how I know out. you're such a guido? You should you, walk you around with an umbrella windows hat, in your house. <laughs> yeah, no. It does, apparently, there's levels. Like, there's ones where you don't have to actually change the aesthetic of the glass. Do you have are to... You gonna, are you going to hang a horn and some dice from your uh, from your uh, curtain, oh, curtain rods? I don't <laughs> know. Do you have to put your windows down when the cops drive by? I just... I wonder how expensive it's going to be. That's, that's all I really worry about. So... Thank you guys for being here. Hope you had a great Tuesday night. Hope you enjoyed your Eastern Conference Finals tonight, your Western Conference Finals. Hopefully you're enjoying whatever it is you're watching. What's the hot shit right now? Don't say the euphoria. Hot to, the hot shit to watch or yeah, the hot sorry. shit uh, going on like in the it's, sporting world? What do you think? Is Lincoln Lawyer still in the top 10? Yeah, no. Still TV. number one. Like, is, that the, is that the bee's knees right now? I know. 
NCIS reruns. Well, I saw an article that said must watch uh, Lincoln oh. Lawyer. I like it. I, I don't like I said, I, don't, I wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10, heard, but I've been watching. I'm up to episode eight. It's I, good. I heard last night's This Is Us was a tearjerker. I saw that. Too. I did not. Yeah, I did not watch it. I'm going to watch it. Today. I, heard it I heard it like destroyed people. Yeah. Yeah. I saw family members where, saying uh, the same. Family members that I don't necessarily talk to say the same. But I saw it on social media. Like how Mandy Moore told Jimmy Fallon that uh, you might, like she threw up when she read the script and uh, she said people might need to take the next day off. It's like heart wrenching. So I'll, I'll watch that uh, later today. I'm sure. Watch it on the plane so you can just like cry amongst other people. I'll cry next to my, uh, my neighbor. Yeah. I'm catching up on Better Call Saul still and you know I'm almost at real time now season six on AMC and I did have a oh moment last night like oh, oh. like one really? of those oh that sucks oh well, okay I'm not but, up to that yet so you know. you're ahead of me now so all right so there you go so, um a couple shows coming back by the way are only murders in the building comes back in June season two and I'm not into the Marvel universe, as you know, Spot, but are you excited about this? I saw a lot of news today about She-Hulk coming to Disney Plus. No, uh, no. You know what? The Disney Plus shows never really hooked me. The only one I really watched was WandaVision. That was good. That was good. But the other I, ones, I, I, I I'm not, yeah, I'm not like super into the shows. What's coming back in June? Something's coming back in June. Well, Stranger Things is coming out in like a week and a half. Which That's I'm right. really excited about. You see Millie Bobby Brown, how grown up she is. She's they're like in their twenties now. No, but like she's I saw like, a little montage like, of when she was first on Jimmy Fallon till now when she busted out in that purple outfit, and you're like, man, it's crazy. Yeah, she she, she, look, she looks good now. Yeah, she, she looks, looks good. good. Like it's wow, she's an attractive young woman now. It's crazy. The boys. That's what I was thinking of. The boys has a new season coming out. Yes, I saw that on Amazon. So yeah, the boys. That's great. I can't wait for that. What June third, I believe, for that. Yeah. Who plays awesome. She Hulk? I don't know anything about this. She Hulk. Uh, uh, much like the Hulk, I think it's like She Hulk. You don't want to get her mad. Coming out August seventeenth on Disney the, Plus. People th- I think she's played by the chick on the cover of the Sports Illustrated issue. I was thinking that. <laughs> I didn't want to say that. She's Next the week, she's the Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Is that how next she got week, the cover? Obi uh, Obi Wan comes out next week. Um, yeah, and there's like uh, there's some Vanity Fair sort of leaks about oh, Darth Vader's involvement and how they loved each other and all that stuff. It's wait, who is it? Tatiana Maslany. Who that? Uh, she was on that Orphan Black show. Remember her? Remember yeah, well, show? she's about to get very popular as She Hulk. As popular as Camille Vasquez. She's all the buzz right now. Save that for the rando news. Camille uh, Vasquez. I don't, know. I, don't even, I don't know if you need to save that for the rando news. I could get into it right now. So oh. wait, Orphan Black. Yeah, she's She-Hulk. Play the trailer spot. Okay. With pleasure, Let's Rich. see. Is it, uh, is it worth watching, you think? We have two months to decide. Being a superhero. Ooh, Ruffalo's Buffalo is in it? It's a trial by fire. Who's going to protect the world if not people like you?
Are there multiple hulks? I'm Jennifer Walters. I'm a lawyer. I have great friends. Can we get some shots, please? It's an emergency. A demanding job. We just started a superhuman law division, and I want you to be the face of it. And a frustrating family. Because we didn't ask for this, but you still got to deal with it. Your transformations are triggered by anger and fear. Those are like the baseline of any woman just existing. Oh. Bruce, I feel like if I don't transform, I'm gonna die. Yes, yes, yes. No, no. I just want to be a normal, anonymous lawyer. Can you tell us where She-Hulk is? Jen, you're a story now. Your ass looks crazy right now. This is fun. You could be an Avenger. Oh, I'm not a super. It's fun. I'm, I'm, I'm not into Bill the Marvel Bixby Universe, guy. but no, it looks like a likable series. Yeah. Bill Bixby, way better. Uh, Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo. Bill Bixby as the Incredible Hulk. Growing up, Bill Bixby, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. His eyes would turn. Were they green? Yeah, they would turn green. Lou Ferrigno would come out. I actually use my loofah rigno. My loofah rigno. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm getting ready to watch. Yeah. When I'm in the shower. Is anyway. Green? Is it green? Yeah, it's a green one. It's a green loofah. Loofah rigno. Anyway, thank you guys for being here. You know, whatever you're watching, I hope you enjoy it. A lot of sports yeah. right now between your hockey, your basketball, and baseball heating up. So Yankees on fire. So I'm excited personally about that. Every day is must watch. Grab your popcorn like. Let's see this happen. Aaron Judge is on fire. Team is on fire right now. So, I actually have a question about it, Rich. And we can yep. wait about. We can wait on Camille Vasquez. I have a theory that I heard. I want to know your thoughts. It's sports related, work related. It's teamwork related. It's not necessarily just about the Yankees. But again, they're so hot right now that. You could see that they're feeding off each other. That's chemistry, right? When that clicks, when that happens, it's beautiful to watch. You're like, wow, this is great. Paul O'Neill said that you never want your entire lineup to be streaking at the same time. Because what happens is they slump at the same time. He's like, you want a balance. He's like, so, if, you know, the Beginning of your lineup is on fire, but the tail end isn't. Whatever. Like, you need that balance. That's good. See, that's good because if they streak at the same time, then they slump at the same time. I wanted to know your thoughts on that because I was like, huh. Never really thought of it that way. I prefer when I, everyone's contributing. No, no. I think Paul O'Neill's 100% right. I thought about that not only with your Yankees, but because I saw... Like, it could be Stanton. anything. It could be us. It could be like, man, Rich is really on fire lately. You know, and, and therefore, maybe I'm taking a back seat or I'm just not feeling it. My vagina hurts. Wah. Right? Or, and then there's other months where, man, Cavino's in his zone and Rich has got his head up his ass. You know, is that the better balance because things flow yeah. better that way? Yeah, because I, I'm, I'm looking at the Yankees right now. And listen, I also, if I were you, I'd be like, well, let's not peak too much at the wrong time. Like, like right. Do you, do you want your best baseball to be played in May? Probably not. However, if you're a Yankees fan and Stanton and Judge are both hitting bombs every day, you know there's going to come a time where they're both hitting 100 for like a month. Right. And that's when you're hoping the people that were slumping prior are now gaining some momentum 
MC Hammer style, gaining momentum and picking up the slack. So I never really, honestly, for as long as I watched sports and baseball, never thought of it that way. You know, because I always looked at it like, let's say your team's on fire. You're always hoping that they're all invited to the party, as the expression goes, right? Because a lot of times, if one dude doesn't get a hit, you feel bad for that guy. Like, when everybody on the team gets a hit or contributes, you're like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, Everyone's right, contributing. If, if, but Paul O'Neill's a professional, winning, he says no. If the Mets are winning 5-1 in the eighth inning and Pete Alonso hits a bomb, my thought is, ah, oh, man, I wish he would have grounded out. Save that bomb for when the bottom of the lineup didn't just get four runs. Like I don't like the pile on victories because in my mind, yeah, you're shooting your load. <laughs> like I really do. I feel like right now, while they are the best team in baseball, the Yankees are shooting their load of home runs. And there's going to come a time where you, unless Aaron judge hits a hundred home runs this year, he's going to slow down at some point. I think it's that it sucks that everyone's good at the same time. You're killing everyone. How about in, in other working relationships or regular just relationships? You know, does it seem like, hey, how come I'm always in a good mood? She's grumpy. And when she's grumpy, I'm in a good mood. You know, does that balance have to exist or could everybody just be in a good mood? Why am I in a good mood? And she's taking grumpies. No, seriously. Well, like, I, I, hey, man, I, I feel like I, I've been bringing it, bringing all this positive energy. And she's sitting there grumpy faced. Now, and, then when, though, and then grumpy. she's in a happy mood and then you're grumpy face. Is that just how life works? Is that how it works uh, better? Is that the balance? Or no, in a relationship, can everybody just be awesome? I think, always. I think you need to be on the same page with a few things in a relationship. Like, I don't think one person can be like, man, I'm really slaying it at the gym. And the other person's like, I'm a slob right now. There are things where you can't be on different pages because then it doesn't work. Like, if Jordan was on a mission to get in shape and that's when you were like, yeah, I'm going to be a fat slug. No. Like right now. And then if, if you are trying to be on a fitness routine and Jordan's like, I'm going to like eat donuts for a month and take a break. That's not going to work. There's things in life where you need to be all together in it. I think baseball, Paul Neal's right. I think it's a rare exception where you don't want everyone clicking at once. You can't. And it's pretty cool because I, for as much baseball as I've watched, never heard that theory. And I waited to hear the commentary after his take and everyone else in the booth with them, former players, Carlos Beltran, Cameron Mabin, all these dudes are like, yeah, he's, he's absolutely right. You know, you don't want everybody to be streaking at the same but time. Is, is what's the difference between everyone streaking and everyone kind of being in sync? Cause I feel like when everyone's in sync, everything's kind of firing on all cylinders. That's and everyone's the difference. Doing great. That's the, that's what chemistry is though. Right. When you're yeah. not playing for your own personal accolades and you're just doing whatever it takes to win, like, like DJ LeMay, sort of struggling right now. Right. But he's contributing in his own way. He'll sacrifice himself for the team, even though he's not getting hits and he's not doing well. So, you know, that's when the chemistry kicks in because it really doesn't matter what you're doing personally because your teammates got your back. Your teammates pick up the slack. It's just I always look at it from a fan perspective of I want everybody in the lineup to be on fire. And the professionals will tell you when you really think about it. No, that's not what you really want because eventually that fire is going to burn out and you're hoping the other people then pick up the slack and catch fire. Yeah, I think the only time you want what Kavino's saying is in the playoffs. Yeah. In the playoffs? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure, you want everyone on fire. But in May or June or July in a long-ass baseball season, and by the way, it's a long-ass 
baseball season. It is a long ass like baseball a, season. Like a John Lennon long ass baseball season. It's it's like a John Lennon long ass. But I'm sure the same season. applies because I never thought of it that way. I'm sure the well, same insert- applies in in the office, man. You know, you just look around. I'm I'm sure the same applies. Like, you know, it's crazy cuz I've been breaking my ass picking up all the slack for everybody in the office. I'm pulling all this weight and Johnson's doing nothing. He's been doing nothing for months. And then eventually that guy, he's burnt out and resentful and frustrated. Like, well, fuck it. I'm not doing anything. And then all of a sudden Johnson comes in, you know, and now he's on fire. Maybe that's just how things balance out. And I never really thought of it that way as far as like what's best and what works best. When people ask me to compare like the baseball season to the football season, this is what I see. Well, this is what I see. Yeah. It's a long ass season so, uh, and a short ass season. John Lennon is the baseball season. Baseball season. season? Football, football season. season is Yoko Ono. I baseball see. season. <laughs> football season. I see what you mean. It's a long ass season. So <laughs> never really heard it put in that way, but it makes sense. Maybe we could talk more about it on Fox Sports Radio. I'm trying to yeah, make it less of a sports sort of conversation and more of a life conversation. Is it sports? But no, oh, okay. you know, just something again, like what's amazing about sports spot is just when you thought you've seen it all, you haven't. And just when you thought you heard it all, you haven't philosophies, much like it's your like own show. workplace philosophies change constantly. You know, even in what we do as hosts, philosophies change. And you're like, wait, last month you said that our, our motive should be this. Now it's completely opposite. So things change, and I never heard that take as far as baseball was concerned. I just if your team if your team is winning, yeah, that's there is a matters, part of me yeah. to, to wrap it up. If your team is winning, there's a part of me that's like you don't want everyone contributing to that win because like have them. All right, for instance, the reality is over a 162 game season, Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton and these guys are not all going to be batting over 300, hit a home run every day. So, like, it's almost like, yo, if, if Giancarlo was struggling right now, it would almost be like, ooh, all right, so when the, cool, when the team str- cools down, maybe that's when Giancarlo carries the team. Okay, now, to, to completely wrap it up, for the sake of, let's say, the experiment, right? Yeah. Guys like Giancarlo on fire. Judge on fire. If this theory is true, once they cool down, right, and level off, we're the hoping to lose 8 out of 10. No, but we're hoping that Joey Gallo, these guys who are struggling that suck ass, eventually catch fire because all the numbers and all the work evens out eventually, right? So oh, yeah. eventually Joey Gallo's hitting bombs and, and Aaron Hicks, who said he was going to go 30-30, you know, he catches fire and he's hitting bombs. Or maybe like there's just not enough room. Like maybe there's, they're sucking up all the hype. You know, maybe there's something more to it as far as dynamics are involved all right to, to wrap it up with this when you talk about saving it or you've talked about saving it when it comes to uh making love no uh saving it if you're if the yankees are playing a doubleheader and by the way there's been a lot of doubleheaders lately just because of a lot of rainouts on the east coast if your team is winning 8-1 in the in the first game do you want your guys piling on are you like dude save it for game two as a fan, I'm always like, yeah, bring it. 
bring it, you bring see, it, bring you, it. But it's you're not like a, good. You're, you honestly, you root like a six-year-old, which yeah. I find funny. Like, yeah, I want offense. I want everyone to be involved. I want everyone high five, and I want everyone. You're the guy on fire when your team when your team is winning eight-one. You're rooting for your team to pile on. Where I'm rooting for like, all right, let's get the game over with. No, I want pylons, runs, high fives, chest bumps. I want all of that. But again, it's not what's good for the team. Team meaning your office, your factory, your company, your warehouse, your relationship maybe. Because when you think about it, no one's ever really pulling all the same way at the same time. Like I said, oh, I think I a, there's a, this is a wide conversation, but I think there's a deeper angle that we're not hitting on, meaning like, let's say, Rich, you're fucking on fire for the entire week. If you're on fire for the entire week, it doesn't really leave me much room to be on fire, right? For example, remember the depressingly awesome show? Yeah. You didn't say a word. I didn't say a word. So, like, maybe it's just by default, I don't have room to expose and express my energy Please, and be on fire. Your fire's present. putting mine out. So maybe that kind of happens in a weird way at the office or on the team. And, and that's why when you see Aaron Judge and Giancarlo cool down, Gallo and these guys are on fire. Like, I'm saying maybe there's something more to it than just coincidence there there's a there's a less sports angle to wrap it up which is interesting because i i just thought of it and i and i see it a lot with friends not with you because you have one kid but a lot of parents who have multiple kids it's like are all your kids behaving doing well in school and succeeding at the same time because it always seems like one kid there's something going on like, do you want, like, do you want your kids to be angels at the same time and be fucking nightmares at the same time? Or is it always going to be like, yeah, my, my, my daughter's doing great in school and this and that, oh, but my son got in a fight the other day. Or like, it, I, I almost feel like kids do a great job of doing this. Kids are like a baseball lineup. I feel like if, if your family of three or four, Camino, you grew up with five kids. I can promise you, your parents would tell us that you guys took turns being a pain in the ass. But that's probably the balance of life. Like, there's only so much energy that we could take on. Like, to keep a flame going, you need what? Oxygen, right? Yeah. Rich, on that show, you were sucking up all the oxygen. None for me. And that was fine because that's chemistry. Because as your teammate, I was like, cool, this guy's on fire. But when your fire goes out, now I got to fucking do it. And the same thing probably happens with all the kids. You know, these kids are like, Yo, you know, my brother Joey's being a pain. and he, He's a little shit for the past month. Maybe there's something subconscious, like, I guess I'll take it easy on mom. Or this is my time to be a good boy. You know? Yeah, so I, to, I don't so know. Some people are little, like, little shit Joey look, uh, look worse. Like I said, there's a balance gotta, there that happens somehow. A lot of people are hitting us up saying, just, you got to keep your foot on the gas. None of this, like, save it for later or this, that. I, I, I'm just I saying maybe subconsciously. I'll tell you this. I do love when, if, if I'm rooting for a team and they win, and one of my favorite players has a shitty game. I'm like, oh, good. The team still won, but this person had a bad game, which means they're probably going to deliver a pretty good game soon. Right? Well, like, all right, I'll give you a, an example. Scherzer pitches a game and gives up like four runs, but the Mets still win. I'm like, sweet, because Scherzer's not going to give up four runs often. Yeah, but think about a school project, right, Rich? Again, team. I'm talking about teamwork. 
when you did a school project, right, there was always one kid who took the initiative and did most of the project. So what did the other kids do? They took a back seat and they're like, yeah, whatever. This kid's doing the whole thing. But if that kid didn't take the initiative to do that project, someone else would have stepped up. Someone most likely would have stepped up. And I think that's just how life works. You rarely see everyone contributing at the same time because I think it's kind of weak-minded. The weak-minded person will let other people pick up the slack because that person is doing a lot and vice versa. And then it goes back and forth and back and forth. And the reason it comes up because Paul O'Neill, we could wrap it up. Paul O'Neill said that in baseball and in sports, and I'm saying maybe even in life, you don't want everyone on fire and streaking at the same time because what happens is the people who are on fire and streaking at the same time eventually all start slumping at the same time. You want to balance. You want some people contributing. And you want some people sort of struggling or doing everything they can. And then eventually they'll pick up the slack when they're ready. That's what you hope for in life. You're your mom and Jason Brown are agreeing on our in-show thread saying each player is in control of their own energy. If you're bringing down the team, it's your responsibility to step it up. None of this swapping off but the energy. That's how I kind of feel about it. Like when I'm watching, again, I hate to bring it about the Yankees, but when I'm watching I mean, the Yankees. It's about the Yankees. Let's be honest. It's about the Yankees. No, We're trying to make analogies to life, but it really is about sports. No, because oh. I think when, when I'm bringing it, I think people get lazy. And I think when you're bringing it, you know, we tend to get lazy. He I admitted think, it. I think the same thing applies. Sports. Sports. I think the same thing applies in, in life and in working relationships. got to say the words. I see it all the time. You know, you could be the guy fucking putting the dishes away every week in your relationship, and that's the week where your girlfriend or wife seems to not have done anything, and vice versa. It's never... Useless hope. We're on fire together, it seems like, and, and we should strive to be that. Like, it drives me berserk when I see Araldus Chapman just sucking... Sports. Fatties. Like, he sucks so bad. It just doesn't all seem to happen at once because everybody's in a different Someone place. Someone hasn't sucked that much fatty since uh, the early 2000s. Like, yeah. it's, right? It's, you, and you're wrong <laughs> right? because I'm taking something that I heard in the Yankee game and I'm trying to apply it to, like, yeah, isn't that kind of interesting in all dynamics of life? So it's not about the Yankees, but it does bother me when I see some guys taking control of, of their energy and of their vibe and of their winning attitude and their streakiness. And then I see Araldus Chapman and Joey Gallo and guys that suck and it drives me crazy. I'm like, step it up. Step it up. Step it up. Wouldn't it be nice if everybody just pulled their weight evenly, equally? Or does it always have to be that way? I don't know. That's what I'm that's what I'm challenging you to think about. By the way, you complain a hell of a lot about a guy whose ERA is in the twos. I mean Chapman sucks donkey dick. Sorry, he does. He's the worst. Worst I've ever seen. I mean, the worst. His ERA is his ERA is two I six three. Don't care. He's terrible. He's terrible. He's the worst. He's garbage. Basura. The guy makes every game a nail biter. Every game. He's never you know in and out. He sucks. He's the most overrated player I've ever seen in my life. You know what I'm speaking. And you know maybe he's burnt out. His flame is out. His he's ERA a power pitcher is, who's not his, a power pitcher anymore. His ERA is two six three. Dude, ask Franz. Watch anyone that watches these guys day in, day out. He is the, I hate to use the expression, but the, the cancer of the team. He's the guy who's bringing the vibe down. He's the guy who's like blowing out the flames because like everyone's like, yeah, and he's like, I'm struggling. You know, he sucks. He's the worst. So my, my final point is 
I hear what Paul O'Neill's saying, and it's a long season, and maybe that's why it's important. But in life, wouldn't it be awesome if everybody was just on fire together? You said you hope for that in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, anyone running a small business, you're hoping that everyone is is doing their part, you know, at the office, at the warehouse, whatever it is, whatever it is, in your home, your kids, you want them all, you want them all contributing you know evenly. Jason Nichols nails it. Final point. A relationship is about picking up the other person when they're down. So, well, that's what they're saying. Paul Good team is saying yeah. is, hey, most of the time you're going to have teammates or a, a partner in life or coworkers that are down. You step it up because you know when you're down, you hope they step it up for you, and that's sort of the balance. Yep. If, uh, and that happens. You know, that's how it works. You know, if uh, like you said, if you, if me, you or Spots having a rough week, the other two step it up, and that's and and it happens when the other person has an off week, right? So it does. So it's just something to think about, but it would be nice. You know, it's always a weird thought. Yes. <laughs> oh, you're my cutout. You're my cutout. Oh, dang. Um, I thought honestly, I got to know this weird I thought. thought. It was a dramatic pause. I'm like, yes. Waiting for Rich's deep thought. Oh, man, we'll never know. I'll never know. Jeez. Hello. Oh, there he oh, is. Oh, there he is. Yeah. You know, it's weird. We could wrap so it up. You know, it's a weird thought. Oh, I told you, and I'm never saying it again. <laughs> oh, the no, world will never know. I, uh, I, I play softball still, as you know. Yeah. And there are, there's the occasional once in a blue moon game where, you know, one team, everything they're hitting is dropping, and the other team is hitting line drives right at people, right? I played the other day and I think we beat the other team 26 to four, like Oof. something stupid, but we weren't better than the other team like that. It was just even the worst guys on our team were like off the end of the bat blooper over the second baseman's head in that game. If even when you're playing like rec sports, Rex and effects, would you feel stupid if everyone was like four for four and you're the one guy that was like every inning you, you seem to be a guy that makes a little less out, like pop yeah, up, you're pop not, up. In, as they say in sports, you're not invited to the party. Yeah. I, I just, subscribe to, I, I wish everyone was invited to the party. Paul O'Neill saying that's not how that's not best for the team. Spot. Do you remember there was a game like a week ago? We even talked about it on Fox, like someone was winning like 16, nothing, right? If you look at that box score, oh, it was the Cardinals versus yeah, the and was, yeah, and there was a game. Do you remember a game like a week ago where it was like the Cubs or someone scored twenty something runs? Yeah. If you look at the box score, for every guy that's like four for five, four for six, three for five, four for six, four for six, five for five, three for five, five for there's five. always one guy that's zero for five, and it's like, wow, that guy today was not, as you said, invited to the party, and. You know, I, I think Nicholas did say it. it is life is life and sports is about picking up your teammates and, oh, yeah. and picking up that slack. And that's the beauty of teamwork. It really is. So I don't know. I don't know how it works. If it's by chance, by default, is it an energy thing? Is it you do take a backseat because that guy's in control? You know, there's probably so many reasons people get in their own heads. I don't know. But that's what. It's interesting about seeing when chemistry really takes off and when, when things start to gel, it's fun to watch. Yeah, there are days you just don't have it. I feel that way 
at work. I feel that way playing sports. I feel that way just in life. I think everyone wakes up some days and you're like, oh, today's not my day. And then other days you wake up and you're like, I'm shot out of a cannon. I'm going to bring it everywhere. Now to wrap up the sports, because there's uh, other stuff to talk about, butt cheeks, weddings, uh, noodles, butt cheek weddings. It was less about sports, more about like dynamics, but you know, I'm just trying not to isolate Ian Kennedy. I'm more about who is allergic to sports. I'm more about butt cheek. I, div- I don't care. It's I mean, it was I'm a sports conversation. It no, applies it to life a little bit, but it's really mostly sports. I don't look at um, it that way. By the way, I'm more about butt cheek divorces than butt cheek weddings. Oh, the spreading, oh. the parting of the butt the parting cheeks. parting of the butt cheeks. The parting of the cheeks. Butt cheek hey, divorce. I'm going to make some cheeks divorce tonight. Yeah, I am. High five, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't really call it a divorce. I'd call it a separation. Oh, yeah. That's true. So, Spot, I sent you a, a clip on the Kavino and Rich text message. 412, the letter C in our show. To wrap up. I'm going to be like Moses Baseball. tonight. Bro. I'm going to be like Moses tonight. Part them cheeks. Be like Bruce Almighty. Yeah, part, bro. Yeah. Part that, part that uh, tomato soup. Yeah, bro. You're talking about closers. You're talking about baseball. Nah, I'm talking and about openers. That, now we're, butt cheeks. Now we're talking about openers, bro. Yeah, bro. I know that you t- I know that you love to talk about uh, Pepas, your favorite song with oh. the horns. Oh. The, what about the it? wedding I went to over the weekend? Uh, the girls half or someone in the family. I think the girls half Mexican. Let me tell you, they played Peppas at one point. Everyone was fucking on the dance floor, going crazy. Which, by the way, I think is a for the record Puerto Rican song, but still, yeah. Sorry. All right, so there is a uh, there's a rage in baseball right now. People are noticing. I noticed it early on in the season because they, you know, once in a while they come back from uh, commercials, and you see the the closer entering the game. But Edwin Diaz on the Mets. This is not just because I'm a Mets fan. This has gone viral on social media. And I know MLB was retweeting it and reposting it. People are saying he might have the best closer entrance in years. And it's some heavy horn song. Just play this spot. This is Edwin Diaz on the Mets. You mean since Mariano Rivera? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need that. Oh, this is fantastic. It's great. It is. It's great. By the way, the trumpet, this is this vibe is in, bro. It's in. It's hot. It's the hot shit. It's powerful. I picture like a like a Mexican like Star Wars character entering. The name of this, right? Right. It's like a. <laughs> it's it's like give a, me like a, a Vato sounding like a Darth Vato. Darth Vato. Darth Vato comes out of the fucking bullpen. Darth Vato. It's by Blaster Jacks and Timmy Trumpet. By the way, yo, Rich, it's honestly. Narco. A uh, high five to you, bro. No, wait, here we go. Wait, wait. No, other way. Other way, yeah. Other way. No, other way. No, what are you doing? What the fuck? Because I actually do agree. That's one of the best entrances in sports right now. And I've heard this before. But mariachi trumpets are so hot right now, for sure. Darth Vato. I picture Darth Vato and the next season of Mando. This season, Juan Solo. Juan Solo. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Great. Powerful. Powerful, man. I love it. I do. I love it. Rich, not even kidding. I love how they gave Mr. and Mrs. Met trumpets. I love it. That's 
That's what sports is, is all about. That's what baseball needs. A little theatrics, some fun. That shit's great. Oh, but you know what? Thought was put into it, man. I think so people are willy-nilly and put no thought into things. You know, they just show up. Like Freddie Freeman, by chance, his was awesome. But his kid put some thought into it. His kid was like, I like the horn section. I want Pepas or whatever Freddie Freeman's song is when he takes in that bat. Other people I are like, yeah, I that. don't know. Uh, there's a song about, what's the one you played earlier? About the weather? Yeah, the song about the weather, I heard it on uh, Hits 1. And that's their entrance song. They put no thought into that. This dude was like, yeah, man, I'm going to make a statement. I love it. I think it's great. I agree with, uh, I agree with Rolando. Edwin Diaz should come out with a luchador mask on and rip it off right before he pitches. I know, awesome. would, it would be awesome. <laughs> that shit would be dope. But I just, that is, I back you up on that. That's a fully, great one. Fully support that. When he comes out, think of how not only hyped the crowd gets now, right? But how fired up he must feel when he hears those horns. That shit's dope. Oh, picture the picture. Mets go ahead in the bottom yeah. of the eighth and like, all right, hey, Diaz, you're up. Get the horns out. Dude, this is a big thing. Get the horns ready. People are going to be wearing mariachi outfits. This is great. I love it, dude. I want it to be my entrance. Man. When I come into the bedroom. Honestly? I feel like it's the trumpet's time. It's the trumpet's back. It's the trumpet's back. Yeah, it is. I'm going to bust Honestly, mine out. I, I am too. I think yeah. I'm going to like start doing gigs. I'm gonna play like go to, just go to games and play people's interest musics. Trumpets back. I, I mean, it's not a really difficult ask, but you guys have your trumpets. Why don't you print out the sheet music for Pepas and try to learn it next week? That's a high note to hit. That's not yeah. easy. Like that's that's digital. And I think it's what do you have? No, that's trumpet. You have a shitty. Uh, you have a shitty embouchure, as they say. Yeah, I mean, I, can't, I yes. sucked. Remember, I couldn't even play at all. Uh, Plus, bring, mine's in my parents' attic, so I'll bring mine. I have mine. I'll bring it next week. Yeah. Good, Good luck it. trying to play Pepper. I'll bring it tomorrow or that song. Good luck. Good luck. Kyle says, "What lame rock song would Cavino walk out to? Like lame rock song? Now, I would love bashing. to hear the corny shit that oh. Kyle listens to. No, rock on! No, it would. Uh, you'd probably come out to like, give me fuel, give me fire, give me the desire. I like that. That's 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 a commercially popular Metallica song. So like, real Metallica fans don't look at that as awesome. That's one of my favorite ones for sure. So, and they're in the news. I'm going to talk about Metallica in, in a few minutes later. Can I come here and practice? Because I can't. I can't do it in my apartment building. It'll be too loud. So can I come here and practice? <laughs> but I love the entrance. I love the entrance music. That's great. That is awesome. And, uh, it's powerful. Good shit. Good shit. All right. Um, I do want to talk about, I, I mean, I don't want to play all the clips, but I felt like I spent an hour last night. I had a really great night last night. I went out for an amazing dinner with Sarah and her sister. Where'd you go? And we went to my favorite restaurant in New Braunfels, Myron's. I thought the... And, the, the was it the pig and whistle? No. The, uh, the, what's the name of the squat and gobble? Squat and gobble. I thought it was the squat and gobble. That was a place by my grandma's house. For oh, sure. that was your, oh, yeah. sorry. No, cause she, that's upstate New York. Like, yeah. Yup. We're going to go to the squat and gobble. Yup. For some reason, I got my stories mixed. I apologize. Continue rich. But, uh, yeah, now we went to, uh, we went to a place 
Myron's that I love. It's like, a, it's a really, it's just like the nice steakhouse. It's a, it's a really good place. Um, and yeah, just had some drinks, had some good appetizers, had a really nice steak and it was, it was a fantastic dinner. Came back and I'm, I'm you know, waiting for Sarah to like watch a show or something. And you know, Ben took a while to go to sleep last night. He's a little sick right now. So can't Ben just pull his weight and be a good kid. I know. Right. I can't, can everybody just like be awesome at the same time. So I'm sitting on the couch and I watch one video and it turns out I end up watching like an hour's worth of Amber Heard, Johnny Depp footage. And I don't know why I get such joy about like a terrible woman being exposed, especially by Johnny Depp's female lawyer. This lawyer rips Amber Heard. Camille Vasquez. Asshole. Yeah. Uh, the internet she, is falling uh, in love with her and she's create, she's now created some sort of cult following as a result. Did they sew up her original asshole and then tear her a new one? Bro, they must have because it, I mean, I, one of the, one of the discrepancies <laughs> is that Amber Heard said, I don't want any Johnny Depp's money. So her $7 million settlement in the divorce, she said she was donating to charity. And her little fun little word game she's playing spot is she has not donated it yet. She's oh, that like, was Amber Heard. I, I thought it was Dr. Evil. Seven million million dollars. <laughs> the side by side is hilarious. The side you've seen the side by side, right? Yeah. Her and Dr. Evil. I haven't. Oh, it's like I knew I've seen this outfit before, and it really is She's, like Yeah. And and Jordan's I came her, home. Jordan's like, been like glued to it. And I, and she's like, yeah, she's wearing a Doctor Evil suit. I and then everything I saw about later, her like, wardrobe, Cavino. Everything about her wardrobe and, and her look. Everything about the way she looks, acts. Everything about her makes and you. And we hate hold her. the world ransom for one million dollars. <laughs> find a side by side. I love funny. the internet. Yeah, At the internet TikTok as the headlines today, Richard. TikTok has gone wild over Camille Vasquez. And we hold the world. Sorry, which is Johnny Depp's lawyer, and I think she's Mexican. She is. Viva la raza. She's so good, dude. She was yo. She was given like likable snark. Like it's so weird. It's uh, Amber Heard come, comes across terrible, and this woman is like shutting her up. Spot. There's moments right where. Miss Heard. Look at this. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. What is she wearing? Like, it's almost like she's really doing it. Uh, man. Miss Heard, you said you were going to donate the $7 million to charity. She's like, I did donate. Uh, stop right there, Miss Heard, because you did not. Like, she is. And Amber Heard's trying to say that she pledged to donate, which means like she intends on giving the money. And then the lawyer's like, well, um, you've had 18 months since Johnny Depp gave you the $7 million. Like she's calling her out for every fucking lie. And it's amazing. We've all dealt with people that even when they're caught in the most wrongs of wrongs and lies of lies, they still can't admit it. Amber Heard can't admit it. It's, yeah, but a, her it's team, a wild thing. You, you could see that her team is like dropping the ball in every oh, possible way. Like, worst. like she's wearing... A Dr. Evil outfit. Like, isn't someone on her team saying, no, we want to portray you as likable and believable? If you're not use, Dr. Evil, and if you already use, got a bad girl reputation going on right now, like, 
not like do the opposite of everything she's putting forth right now. And if you're going to use the word million in your rebuttal, don't dress like Dr. That's Evil. exactly like that right there. Is million just, dollars. It Bro. shows you how they're dropping the ball in every way possible. You want to spot right. there. Okay. There are, there are a few talking points. Okay. That coming back again. I, I don't, I don't, you know, watch it on your own time because you could, you could get sucked into this for hours, but there's two things. The pledge the pledge of $7 million. Amber Heard trying to say, no, that's, I'm giving them the money. And she goes, no, no. You said when Johnny Depp gave you the $7 million settlement, you would donate it to charity right then and there. I have it right here. Call up exhibit like 248. And they call it up and it's like, I Amber Heard will donate, you know? And she's like, well, I did. She's like, well, uh, we're going to stop right there. You didn't. And Amber Heard's like, well, I pledge. And she's like, well, Miss Heard, pledge and donate are not the same thing. And she's like, well, I think it is. And she's like, well, that might be what you think, but it's not. Like, yo, she shuts Amber Heard up so terribly every time. Have you been watching, Cove? No. I've seen all these clips, though. Yeah. And, and we talk, we mentioned it. We talked about it yesterday. But I had, since then, the internet's gone wild about I had it. No, I had no interest in this trial either. And the, the clips get you sucked in. And you're like, it's the only time where I'm like, 13-minute clip? I'll watch, I guess. Like, usually if it's a 13-minute clip, no thanks. There was one point where Amber Heard was trying to say that Johnny Depp, and, and you don't want to make light of abuse, but Johnny Depp, she's trying to say that Johnny Depp pulled her hair out of her head in clumps and broke her nose, right? And then there's pictures from an event that same day where she's all dolled up and looking good. And the woman's like, so you're trying to tell me this has taken an hour from the time Johnny Depp broke your nose. Did you ever uh, get a doctor to tell you you broke your nose? And she's like, well, I never, so you never went to a doctor is what you're saying. Miss Heard. Mm. Yo, she (laughs) is making Amber Heard look so dumb. I think there's something about a woman tearing another woman. (laughs) No, it's like, Wow, she, who's a lawyer, but wow, she is talking to Amber Heard like she's a nobody. No, and that's no, no, something no, cool no. about that. I, I think it's if it was a guy lawyer talking to Amber Heard, there'd be a sense of bullying. Bullying and sexism and something going on. And But when this woman, who well, everyone's probably falling in smart love with, strategy too. Like Johnny Depp has a smarter yeah. strategy going into this. He's not dressing like Dr. Evil. He probably thought, his team thought ahead and said, no, let's get a woman to do this because it'll look better you know they thought it out thought it out anytime she gets caught in a lie nothing out grumpy i'm 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 key who's never really right is right about this he said every time amber heard got caught in a lie she'll she'd say something like oh i'm sorry i thought you were talking about something else and it's like amber it says here in this police document you were so devastated um on this date can we show exhibit uh b uh b138 because didn't it, it looks to me like you're snuggling with James Franco in an elevator. He's my neighbor. This footage we have. Yo, dude. He's my Amber friend. Heard, Amber Heard looks. It, it's so, honestly, my, my take on it, without showing all the clips, is watching a woman destroy a lying woman is amazing to me. If it was a guy, it would be very bully-like. But a strong woman putting the beat down on a woman that thought she pulled a fast one on everyone is giving me such joy. I keep watching it for that reason. I think the, again, the headlines are TikTok's gone wild over Camille Vasquez, Johnny Depp's attorney 
who is is good looking. That's what helps too. So everyone loves the fact that she's hot and she's smart and she's putting Amber Heard in her place. And um, I, and you got to think- play that clip of her. I mean, if we're going to talk about it, the, the yeah. clip you got to see is the one about the pledge. That's the one we got to play. Yeah. And, and, uh, Rachel is right by saying this. Oh no, not that one. Hold on. Someone else made a good point. Oh, Renee. Everyone thought Johnny Depp was a piece of shit, right. which I'm sure he still is a piece of shit. I mean, but uh, he's a very eccentric individual and yeah. I'm sure dating him is not easy. But he's no, but egot- I think what you're seeing now is maniacal celebrity. I think what you're seeing is the old narrative was Johnny Depp's a lunatic piece of shit and Amber Heard's this helpless victim. And now you're like, no, Johnny Depp's a fucking weird jerk. And she's equally terrible. In fact, they're probably made for each other. They're, they both te- seem terrible. And I think watching Amber Heard get caught in lie after lie after lie by another woman is amazing to me. If you want to play the clip Kavino's talking about, it's worth it. It is. So in this October 2018 interview, you said that you had, quote, donated, end quote, your entire divorce settlement to charity, right? That's correct. And in fact, your exact words were, quote, seven million in total was donated to, I split it between the ACLU and the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles, end quote. Right? That's, that's correct. I made that statement as soon as I got a divorce and we reached the settlement. That's when I pledged it right then. And you say this because you, quote, wanted nothing, end quote. That is correct. But you hadn't donated your entire $7 million settlement to charity at that point, had you? That's incorrect. Sitting here today, Ms. Heard, you still haven't donated the $7 million divorce settlement to charity. Isn't that right? Incorrect. I pledged the entirety. No, of the Ms. settlement, Heard, seven million to charity, question. and I, fuf- I Heard, intend to Ms. fulfill Heard, those obligations. Heard, that's not my question. Please, what was try your to question? answer my question. Hmm. Sitting here today, you have not donated the seven million dollars donated, not pledged, donated the seven million dollars divorce settlement to charity. I use pledge and donation synonymous with one another. They but the I don't, Miss Heard. But I, I don't. It's anonymous. That's how donations are paid. Miss Heard, respectfully, that's not my question. As of today, you have not paid $3.5 million of your own money to the ACLU. Yes or no? I have not yet. And as of today, you have not paid $3.5 million of your own money to the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles, correct? I have not yet. Johnny sued me. So as of today, you have not donated, paid $7 million of your divorce settlement to charity, right? I have not been able to fulfill those uh, those uh, obligations yet. Yeah, she's putting her in her place hardcore. And then the rumor, and the then, side and rumor then is... Afterwards, then afterwards, just to wrap up that clip, Kavino, she goes, she's trying to say, because Johnny sued me, me ins- insinuating like I need the money for this case. And then the lawyer said... Um, you've had 19 months from the time Johnny gave you the money until today. And she was like, uh, and the rumor is that Johnny Depp is dating his lawyer, but that's false. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised. She's a looker. She's smart. She's successful. And I, I sent you a picture 
of Camille Vasquez. Because believe me, if she was some decrepit old lady, no one would be talking about her. Not this way. Not the way that the internet's going gaga over her. She can get it. Yeah. So, again, if, yeah. I mean, think, of, think it, about it helps her. The story. She, she, was thrown, she was thrown into a spotlight. She's succeeding. And she just really set up the rest of her career. I'm really happy. I mean, good for her, right? Who, Camille Vasquez? Yeah, she set up. She set up. She what she's doing now is setting the groundwork for the rest of her career because she seems, you know, Robert Kardashian dream team sixty year old lawyer. Like they went with a young fiery lawyer, and she's got a future ahead of her now, huh? Yeah, good for her for sure. Good for her, and again, just a crazy story. And you're seeing just a, a team that was thought out versus a team that was not thought out. Yeah, it's a great idea. Dress like Dr. Evil. Great idea. Real likable. Great idea. Go for it. Yeah, honestly, some of Amber Heard's attorneys have the courtroom presence of the lawyers and my cousin Vinny, like the stuttering guy. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Where did Amber Heard find these people? They're not good. So anything else you want to get to with this or should we move on? Kavina? She's spending that 7 million on lawyers. She's she spent it very poorly. As far as the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, Amber Turd dispute hearing. No, I, you know, I'm, I've, I've seen all the clips. It's interesting to me for sure. The Dr. Evil thing is really funny. I'm really impressed with Camille Vasquez. I think that's awesome. But again, I think what you're seeing is someone being called out. And again, people who are thought out versus people who aren't. Be prepared. Amber Heard looks unprepared and has bad people around her. That's the difference. Here now, and in life. Before we get to some uh, hard-hitting topics and some deep thoughts, did you see Steve Aoki add him to the list of bad first pitches in Major League Baseball? Move over. Baba Bowie and uh, Mariah Carey. I feel like I'm in a Did we do this yesterday? Yeah. We also talked about this exact story yesterday about... Oh, we did? We Not only did we show the clip of Steve Aoki, oh, but we talked about the that Amber Heard so much. We didn't talk about the Amber Heard stuff yesterday because I didn't see it until last night. We didn't play the clip. We didn't play the clip, but um, I talked about... We talked about it. It, it was part of the, the trial that, yesterday. That, no, uh, that was the day before. No, I was, talked about that specifically. That was yesterday. Days, that was two days ago because I saw that yesterday. Um, that hurt my head. <laughs> yeah, we played the Stevie Aoki thing. I talked about how I think uh, it's the coolest thing. Like everybody should take a picture of them jumping with Stevie Aoki. Oh yeah, that's right. And we pulled up and showed that he threw it into the stands. And oh, that's right. We did. You did show me. Okay, it was at the end of the show, very end, right? It was a news alert. Rando news. Rando okay. news. All right, can we get to butt cheek weddings? Yes. I want to hear about that. There's a uh, there's an article. Did we talk about this yet or no? I'm confused. I don't know. <laughs> an I'm article. Waiting, Wait I'm a second. Yes. It's the the one about happiness. Wait a second. There's a guy that I think has a brilliant idea and I got to find where I got the article, but 
let's just say it's a couple that says instead of getting me pre instead of getting the couple presents at their wedding, instead of buying a, a toaster or giving a hundred bucks in an envelope, a few hundo in a, in a, in a, you know, little card. Do you think it would make sense to sell tickets to your wedding? Like it's an event. I'm, I'm going to find, I'm going to find the source of this article. Cause I thought this was, I'm pretty at sure. At first it sounds like, Ooh, that's a little tacky. But the more you think about it, you're like, you know what? It's a guy on, Man who thinks wedding guests should pay to attend divides the internet. Yeah. This dude selling tickets. But there is, I've talked about something similar on Shark Tank where they're doing virtual weddings where they Alex, invite people and, you know, I'm sure they could also oh, here we go. sell tickets and during, you know, in that concept. Listen, listen to this. The most financially sound way to plan a wedding is not what you think. Instead of asking for gifts or having some register where everyone buys trinkets that you'll never use, instead, consider selling tickets to your wedding that cover the cost of every single person you want. So instead of having a budget and having to limit to only the amount of people that you can afford, every single person can pay for themselves and even maybe a little extra to put a down payment on a house or start a new business. Rather than having stuff that one time and you'll never use, you can have an investment they can use for life. It's tacky. It's tasteless, but it makes sense. When does it get normalized? Oh, tasteless for years probably could be now. I have a GoFundMe for something like GoFundMe is oh, like I begging for money. GoFundMe. I mean, it's turned I know into you do. That. I know you do, Spot, which is why I brought it up because I knew you'd say I fucking hate GoFundMe. But that's not really. Wait, hold on. I fucking hate. GoFundMe. There's there's great there's great use of it. You know. There's great use of it if it's a, a sick kid who needs an operation. Right. You know what a not good fun. You know what a, a GoFundMe that doesn't make sense. Hey, uh, I'm irresponsible and uh, I need like a thousand dollars for uh, and I have no medical insurance and I need uh, I want to get a nose job or uh, I, I, I need new titties. I'm trying to fundraise yeah. ten thousand like, dollars on uh, you know GoFundMe. If you if your life needs to be saved and you don't have health insurance, they're not going to let you die. So something, someone's going to pay for it, even if you pay 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life. GoFundMe makes if, sense. But if you want titties, I am paying for your titties. GoFundMe makes sense to me when little Gregors loses his whole family in a fucking uh, boating accident. And little, Gre you know, that's a GoFundMe. Little, little, little Johnny needs an operation or he's going to die and they need to raise $100,000. That's something else. Stephanie wants... New titties? No, I think she can let me play with selling. Them? What about Stephanie's Amazon selling, wish list? Like, can how about you know, if she sold like like titty slaps to pay for them? I'd I'd buy a titty slap, like a Kickstarter, a slap. No, all right, so all right, so let's talk let's talk about it realistically, real quick. When you go to a wedding, what are you giving nowadays? One fifty to two hundred a person. One fifty. If you and Jordan went to a wedding, you'd probably give three three four or five hundred dollars, depending on how close you were to that person. I correct? gave. Five bills for to the Kristen's wedding. coworker. Yeah, she wanted to. That was her choice. I was like, okay. Now, so two fifty. We, we gave, they work we very gave, closely. Uh, They're young. She wanted to. We we gave Jeanette. Sarah and I gave our friend Jeanette five hundred because she's a close friend. If I went to a stranger's wedding, not a stranger, but like a coworker or an acquaintance, I'd say four hundred seems to be the going three hundred to four hundred, right? That's what I said, <laughs> but, she, but Kristen wanted to. I agree because it used to be a hundred per plate I to think, cover the plate. Yeah, right. And I think, and they're probably yeah, paying one fifty. Oh, by the way, I, well, let's preface 350 this. Three fifty sounds good. Please let's preface this by saying these are big city or larger weddings that we're attending. 
These aren't yeah. small gatherings in local towns and backyards and whatever, you know, it's not the, at local the VFW hall. hall. These are larger scale, nice venues where people are having large weddings because you know people are like, oh, 500 bucks for a wedding. My whole wedding costs 500 bucks. Well, again, if the thinking was $100 a plate years ago, inflation kicked in. Yeah. You say 150 a plate, that's 300 bucks. Then Damn you try it. to be a little generous. So 350 sounds fine. 354. I think yeah, it used to be three. 5 you're now you're like really up there, but five's still high yeah. end. No, 5 I mean, five's for like hey, your cousin or family member or close friends, right? I think 3 to 400 is a fair amount. Now, yeah, I would Kavino. say 3 which should be your minimum. 5 should be your maximum. Agreed. Uh, you know what? The fact that all three of us agree on this makes me think, you know what? Boom. I agree. See? I can't figure it out. Which way? I know. Here, here it goes. Here, now I got, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Fist so, pump. Take, it takes a little time to get used to like yeah. screen maneuvering. So so real quick, Spud. You'll get it. You were, very, you were very generous to Kristen's coworker. Yeah. She was. I just went along Avo- for the Avoid... The envelopes, avoid the unwanted toasters, avoid, avoid the, the unwanted uh, punch bowls. How about you just say, hey, we're getting married. Uh, we're, we're selling tickets for 150. Uh, let's say, Kimino, let's say you and Jordan got married and you, you went to the venue and it was like, Go on. all right, the venue plus per plate plus, uh, you know, dessert and wedding band and DJ, it's going to come out. We're looking at like, uh, one, 150 oh. plus a person. So if you said tickets to our wedding are 150 bucks, that's less than it. That's like the price of going to a ball game. You go to a wedding of your friend. I'm all about like Bree is saying their venue is 120 a person. Bree and Wes, they should sell tickets to their wedding for 150. I think it's a great idea. It's a great idea, but I think it's in bad taste. At least now. It is. I don't think the it is, but everything's it. in bad taste now, Kavino. So Look then my, just keep piling on shitty like bro, things in bad taste? Bro. Or try t- to be you better. Talk about, you, you talk about bad taste, and I agree, but you know what you're also forgetting? No one cares about bad taste anymore. Go fund me, OnlyFans. Uh, here's my butthole on TikTok and Instagram. Like, it, like manners have gone out the window. You know how I look at it? Here's how I look at it. You seem to be all about it, though. You're planning it. I am, but what I'm saying is, I, when you, know, you think I'm about not, the times, I'm think not, of the times. I do. Times? I do agree. Okay. I do agree. It's it. It has a slightly tacky feel, but like until it someone does. until someone does it and normalizes it, it's not going to be accepted. And I think it is a valid thing to do. Well, if you're going to present it as a ticket to your wedding, maybe I don't want a ticket to your wedding. Hold on. You know what I mean? Like let me, let then, me then, then, oh, Camino, well, then then it's no skin off of your back or theirs. Right. It isn't because you're presenting it now as like you're putting on a show for me. When really the other way is you were there to support them. If you were going to a so now am I putting on a show for me? Because I don't really care about this that much. If you were going to a dinner, you would pay for that dinner. You wouldn't just go and be like, "Yeah, I'm here to support the restaurant." But when you're buying a ticket, you're (laughs) buying. I just wanted to to show up and put some butts in the seats. Camino, spend time with friends. When you're going, when you're just paying for someone's wedding, you're going there with the intention of supporting them and you're you know when and you're there for them you're celebrating you're not there you're not with coming with the thinking and the idea of well i better be entertained because i bought a ticket to this event so here's here's how i look at it like when i used to plan Kavino and rich conventions right i would bust my butt to figure out getting a good price at a venue calculate the how many people are coming the cost per person and i would charge people the cost per person 
And if you didn't like the cost of the ticket, you didn't have to come because I'm not going to go out of my way to say, well, oh, well, you can't afford it. Um, you know, fine. Let me find something cheaper for because this person doesn't want. It's like you, you do what you do. You plan your event. If people can pay for the event, they come. If they can't pay for the event, they don't come. What were the shows that people, so-and-so's wedding and people would buy tickets to go see? It was like a fun party. But oh, Tony and Tina. Tony and Tina. Yeah, are, you, are you Tony and Tina? You're going to fucking entertain me the whole night? Then Hold I understand. On. Because Before weddings... The, be- Yes, you are there for supporting. You're being fed. You're being there to support. There's a band. There's fucking cake. There's coffee. There's speeches. I mean, you're getting entertained. Get over yourself. Like it's very narcissistic. Like I want a ticket to my wedding. Again, you're you're talking to an egomaniac, and I feel uncomfortable about that. I get how it makes sense to the people getting married, but how about how it looks to everybody else? Like a ticket to your wedding. Who the fuck do you think you are? You Um, Tony and Tina. Look at it. I don't think you are. I, I mean. All right, so I mean, you know, give me a my give family, me a, you would think I was Tony T. So, all right, we all know it costs money to throw a wedding. Spot laid it out. I don't need to repeat it. Nice entree, music, alcohol, coffee. It's a night out. You're paying for a night out, and you know what the backdrop of the night out is? Someone you know is getting married, right? So look at it from this perspective. It's going to be counterproductive. I will. Go ahead. I'll tell you why. I, I'm not saying that. I would do this, but I'm saying I get it. And I think it's really smart. It's not. I went out last night with Sarah for steak, right? Mm -hmm. Steak, coffee. We had creme brulee. We had scallop appetizer. We had a few cocktails each. Last night's dinner was like for Sarah and I between two and $300. Did I expect to go there and eat for free? Yeah. You were supporting your friends in the restaurant. It came with a, a charge. When you go sit down and have chicken or steak, a salad, open bar, coffee, cake, all this stuff, and there's a DJ, music, everything, and you're going to a wedding, what do you think? It's free? You think it's free? Okay. Let's talk about your now. No, hold on. Night. Now, next step, right? Next step. You don't have to bring a gift. Someone said, in addition to a gift... No, that's the gift. The gift is you're, they're selling tickets. That's how they're reimbursing themselves. Everyone that gets married, the goal is, besides the real stuff like love and all that, you know, real life shit, the, the cost of a wedding is a big deal. People want to break even or actually walk away with a little something. That's the goal, yeah. right? You try to break as close, close to even as possible. And you can even, like, you can say... This covers the cost of the wedding. We don't want gifts because then if you're not going, you don't have to give well, a gift. You, you must not want any older relatives to go because they're all going to be like, who the fuck do you think you are? Because it's, it's not going to vibe with older people and the older generation at all. It, it's tacky. And, and that's how it comes across. Tacky. Sounds like it's it's tacky? coming across Is as a money tacky? grab. No. And I'll, please let me explain why. Your dinner last night. How often? How often? This happens every time. Where I see they charge gratuity, and I'm like, oh, okay. I would have gave you more, but now that you charged me gratuity, I'm going to give you exact the exact amount you requested. And that's fine. They're probably more likely to get a more generous offering at their wedding 
No. As opposed to their ticket sale. There's ticket sales yeah. 100. Hey, man, I, you know what? It's $300 to go to your wedding. I was going to give trust, you four. Trust me. As for someone, no, trust as me. For for people, people, me. Trust Rich and I. Trust, trust Rich and I. I'm sorry. Trust the experts. As people, no, we are experts because we, we both got it. married. In, yeah, and at guess a, what? At a Ma- traditional and, venue, yeah, traditional and where people venue. came, and guess what spot? It's different all over the country. Experts, so whatever prices and, got, and formula you, you have in Spotty's blueprint, I which is the expert blueprint, if anything, it's different for everyone in the nation. If anything, I think we're even better representation. Mm-hmm. He got married. In I Texas. don't think so. I got married in upstate New York. Some people gave twenty bucks, mm-hmm. and some people gave two hundred bucks. Based on like the people that lived in town, the locals gave twenty. So then you really care about the twenty dollar people if you're going to charge them a hundred dollar for your I, ticket it all for spots wedding. Your, your wedding was a great time, come. but you're not Tony and Tina. I had people come from I, my, my buddy Walter. Her. My buddy Walter, his wife, his sister, and his parents came from New York. There was like five of them. They get, these they cut me like a I think they gave me like over a thousand dollar gift like a couple hundred dollars a person and they flew to Texas. I had people that came to the wedding from Texas and were like here's a toaster. Spot's right. You you set a mark and some people come up to that price and other people hey they may give you more anyway. I think this is a great idea and you and I Jason wouldn't give are you like, anymore. I wouldn't give you any more at all if you're charging me to go to your wedding. You're getting that exact amount. Great. I don't care. I'll That's tell you this. Fine. It'll make up for it. The cheapskates will have to pay more and you'll be fine. Is it tacky when? Yeah, it's tacky. I don't know. Give me, give me a banjo. You know like celebration. You're going to pay not, the exact amount? It's not amount? a performance. Can you do this? Can you? Are you flexible enough? Are you handing out foam fingers? Are you flexible enough? Can you it's do this? not a fucking event. It's a, it's, just your, it's your wedding. It's about. A wedding it, is an event. It's, it's an event. It's not a performance. church. It's an event. It's a ceremony. The reception is an event. That it's is not the celebration of two, of two people yeah, sharing the, the rest it's of their life together? An event. Or is it's it a, about a money grab? It's an event. It's an event. Okay. It's an, a wedding is an event. Then I might be more prone to sit this one out. Much like you can have... I'd rather, sit it out. I'd rather you know what? A, if you sat it I'd out, rather go see no one would care. You can have... Oh, then, then why... Then if that's the thinking, then why are you inviting me in the first place? For the money grab? All right. No, because if you want no, to if go... If it doesn't matter, then why are you sending me an invite? You I'd can, have a question. The you Mets, you know what the Mets do? The Mets email me every day about a ticket deal they got going on. Isn't that what? Are you Pete Alonzo? Let me tell you something. Let's say, let's say you're throwing a, a. Are they hitting home runs at this wedding? Melodies. Uh, no, but they're playing music and they're. Ser- you know what the Mets don't give me? Weddings are kind of corny, dude. Open bar. I'm Melody's, good. I'd, I'd rather fucking save my money then. Melodies. Uh, buy a ticket to someone's wedding. Melodies turning 13 this year, right? Yeah. She's becoming a woman. Is she going to have a sweet uh, 16 or no? Or is, let's say Sue's 16. Don't know. She. You can either have a. Uh, She's, I don't think she wants You can wants either have one. a party in the backyard, uh, a barbecue. You don't think your daughter would want a sweet 16 party? It is, we're I not there know. yet. This is Rich. three years away. Don't you know. You can either have a party in the back. You can either have a party in the backyard where, where, you, where you invite family and friends over. My sisters didn't or have sweet 16s. you can go to a venue and pay money to really? have it at a venue. Not one of my sisters it's, had sweet 16s. Wow. You choose the event and the celebration and you want to have. You either want to have a small, intimate gathering or you want to have it's an event. Like what you guys, honestly, it's like fool's talks, like talking to like numbskulls because you start off the conversation. You're like, how bad GoFundMe's are and how you look down on it and how, how the world's so terrible with everyone wanting these money grabs. But this I stand for. Like, it's like, no, I'm not make saying no I stand sense, for it. I think it's man. a great idea. It's a great, logically, it's a, it's a good idea. Is it tastefully, respectfully a good idea? And, and then when you present it with like, these people are all so shitty. 
But you know what? I'm jumping on the shitty bandwagon. Like, th- how does that even make sense to you guys? Someone, it's like, like having a conversation with you. charge grandma? No, because wouldn't grandma give you a more generous gift anyway? This this applies to yeah, the regular guests. Grandma would have. But if I, grandma's going to be like, fuck them. Especially old school people. And if you want to discredit them and count them out, if you want to pull a, a JJ Reddick and old people don't count, then yeah, do it. And they probably won't show up. They're like, a, a, a ticket to a wedding? Fuck out of here. And if they just suck it up and they still go, they'll give you whatever you asked for as opposed to giving you more. Charging is incredibly tacky. I'd outright refuse the invitation. So here's a better idea then. You know what you should do? You should send an invitation with, uh, with a ticket price to the people that you're sort of on the fence about anyway. So why, if you're on the fence about it, then why are you inviting them? Because you have num- you have headcounts, Camino. No, because you're making it this. a money grab. You're making it about a money grab, and it that's what you're advertising. You've never planned a wedding. You don't know what you're it's talking an about. Unspoken, okay. It's an unspoken. I bet you more people agree with me than they agree with you. Yeah, they probably so do. I know you guys are experts. I know you guys are the experts. No, you're... This isn't this because we're, we're uns- arguing two different things. It's an no, we're not. I, I wouldn't do this. It's a, it sounds I think it's, it's I think how it's it comes very across. smart, though. But we- you've never planned the wedding, so you're clueless weddings, to what we're talking about. Oh, weddings clueless. are an unspoken money grab. I'm clueless. But everyone I, I knows. Weddings. Everyone knows. You've never planned the wedding. Did you plan a wedding? What happens, Rich? Maybe because no one agrees with you. That's why you're you're scrambling here. Maybe because you set up the <laughs> argument with how like tacky and tasteless and classless right. these GoFundMe's look. That's exactly what you're presenting as okay, but in the form of a wedding. Leave because he knows he's he's got his back against the wall. Can we take a phone call? Because because it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Like, does it make like logical sense from the person throwing the wedding? Yes. Does it look good to the people receiving the invite? No. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, I'll be like Rich. Bye, guys. I'll pull Rich Davis. I'll put no thought into this. I'll walk away. Hi. Want to take a call? (laughs) Rich, are you back? What's up? How do you just walk out? How do you just walk out? You can't just say, I'll be right back in the middle of a show. Who, me? In the middle of a heated argument, you can't just say, I'll be right back. I'm sorry, you can't do that. I can't? No, you can't. So I can't. You walked out to go to the bathroom too, I guess. Yeah, because you walked out. And then I'm just sitting here like Garth uh, when uh, Mike Myers Play the trumpets. No, talk to Jason in Tampa so other people can call. All right. Jason, talk. Are you there? Yo, what's up, fellas? Hey, hey, what's up, Jason? You hear me? Okay. Yeah, what's up, All man? right. So here, here, here's, yeah, so here's the thing. I think this is a dumbass idea. Okay. I, I think it's You're a terrible idea. Well, I mean, Jason, I don't want to take any words out of your mouth, but you can't present an argument and say the world is a piece of shit place. There's no morals, no values. So let's base our day of love around that. Yeah, that makes sense to who? Yeah. So so here's what's happening. And this is what it sounds like. 
So it sounds like it sounds like they're turning a wedding into a business transaction. Okay. And so 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 basically what we're saying is, hey, look, I'm going to invite you, somebody who who I cherish as a part of my life, who and I want you to celebrate in our our union, this and that and the third, right? Yeah. So so now so now what happens is you as a couple, you guys go out, you pick the venue, you pick the food, you pick the dresses, all this other stuff. And now you're saying, Hey, well look, you know what? We may have bit off a little bit more than we can chew. So, hey, we want to charge, we want to, you know, now we want to charge you to come to our wedding. So it's like, okay, well, now if you're going to charge me money, or if you're going to sell me a ticket to come to your wedding, then damn it, I need to have a say so in some of this shit. I need to, you know, you know, we're not going, we're not going to be throwing rice anymore. Hey, you know, we got to cut a couple costs around here. You know, hey, we need to go ahead and take that dress back. Or, hey, groomsmen, you guys have these really expensive tucks with these, with no socks and stuff like that. I need to have a say so in some of this right here. Because if you're charging yeah, but, me money, exactly, well, but I need to know what my money is going to. And they're all also saying in the same breath, I don't care if you're there or not. When really the thinking and the thought process should be, I'm sending you an invite because I want you to be there on my special day. Right. But no, the world sucks. So, hey, man, I want my whole wedding day to be about like, yeah, man, everyone's a piece of shit. Here's I'm going to charge you a ticket. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 and, and to to Covino to to Covino's your point a little bit ago. Um, when it comes to family, right now you're going to insult. Like you, you might get away with this with some of your friends, right? But you're you are absolutely going to in, insult your tita. You're going to insult your grandma, your grandpa, all the, the the older people who actually watched you grow up, and the people who the people who sat here and and gave you advice as a couple. You know, whatever the case is, now you are going to insult these people by saying, "Hey, look, you know what? Instead of hey, look, just just give us give give us a gift or something to help us go on our way." No, 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 no. I need to charge you three hundred dollars to come to the wedding. Jason, not cool. I never said yes, I would do it. I said it was a good idea, and it's consistent. With how things are now. That's how I started. I said, where well, everyone's about GoFundMe's, OnlyFans, look at my butthole on Instagram and TikTok. And the moral code of every of the younger generation, who, by the way, are the people that are going to start to get married, right? I mean, we're talking about the same people that are like, go fund my college supplies. Hey, I'm doing a GoFundMe because I'm broke. Those are the same people that are going to get married in the next five to 10 years. So how is it crazy for me to say, I think it's a good idea, and it's consistent with how people are. That is exactly how I started this conversation. It could be consistent, but it doesn't it. mean it's a good idea. It's a good idea based on the consistency of that moral standard, Kavino. Which is no standard. Like, which is no standard, and I think that... Okay. Uh, so then we're saying, wait, no standard, good idea. Well, a wedding isn't a money grab, but you That's do That's how you're presenting it. You, I have a question. No, it is. It's an unspoken money grab. It's Spot. an unspoken money grab. Spot, let me ask you because everyone's you pretending and you like and Kristen, it's a celebration. It's a fucking party. You where and Kristen, everyone knows there's a per plate per uh, plate per person cost. Spot cost per plate per. Spot, 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 spot. Sorry, I lost my words. Mike, 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 Mike. You threw me off. Hump day. Spot, 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 spot. You had a wedding with Kristen. We were there. Kavino and I did I the I did. did Gangnam style dance and oh, yeah. probably. Uh, that was a top oh, 10 moment of our life. You mean our reception? Yeah. Your, your wedding reception. Yeah. 
top 10 moment of joy I've ever seen in Kavino's face doing the Gangnam style side dance at your wedding. It's a great song. When we were, when we were doing the pony part, I think we all actually elevated off the ground. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. I touched the ceiling. Yeah. We elevated. There was, now, an, wasn't there an otter dancing at some point? There was. <laughs> My, my, my point is, while it's not a money, while, while you're not like money grab, if you're trying to tell me that Spot didn't price out the flowers, the food, the open bar, the headcount, everything as a, as also a business decision, you're crazy because you do have to think about budget. It's sort of what it's based on. And by the way, I... If you've never planned a wedding, you don't know about planning a wedding key. I'm sorry to tell you. I don't right. know how fucking like, dumb you It doesn't be. take common sense to know that there's a budget involved in you every out flowers? aspect tell me how much of the flowers planning cost a wedding. You it probably out? depends state to state. So let's hear your ridiculous price and let everyone say, yeah, it's not how my flower, how much my flowers cost. I got let's hear how much your flowers cost and let's see how many people disagree with the amount of money they spent on their flowers. Go ahead. Because it's all relative is subjective everybody knows everybody listening is capable of knowing that you got to pay for the seat covers you got to pay for invitations you got to pay per plate you got to pay for your cake you got to pay for your flowers we know all that we're not dumb rich and whatever you paid isn't what jason paid it isn't what west paid or is gonna pay and it's not what preston paid so let's hear yeah, what the expert what? says it, it, it's probably go ahead mr wonderful let's expensive. hear what the wedding and, and, expert and you says. know what it's probably not as expensive as a lot of people paid. So I'm let's guess hear my, what you paid so that everyone could have an idea. My point is when you say, when you, I want to know, your, I want to know you, since you're the expert and you okay, did well, it right. And in my opinion and everyone else who disagrees doesn't matter. You tell us so we can all be like, Oh yeah, all right, that is what flowers you, cost. All right, when you add up venue, no, no, no. Open I want to hear about your flowers. Because you we brought didn't it get up. a lot of flowers because it was over budget. I but you asked flowers, me a question. I'm asking you. Since I, I don't know, I'm asking you. My flowers cost, and that include flowers cost include centerpiece bouquets. Uh, I want to say two to three grand. And you think everybody paid the same amount? No, there's okay. Kind of, yeah, so it doesn't matter. I know my wedding was pretty cheap because it was upstate. Pretty cheap. Like our, but the point is you go over spreadsheets with your fiance and say, all right, our whole wedding day is going to cost blank. If we will make back most of that money, if friends and relatives all give us money, but you know, money gifts or this, that because yeah. people ask, what do you guys want for your wedding? And what do you say? Your oh, hope, whatever you want. Your like, hope. What do you say? Your hope when you throw a wedding is that you to break, break even. even. That's your hope. You it's don't like wanna, going to Vegas. I think your hope, if you're selling tickets, is hope that people even show up. Your hope because most people will be like, no, I'm good. That's well, like, what kind of shit is but that? But here's the thing: you sell tickets, then you tell your venue there's a hundred people coming. Let's do the cost based on the hundred people coming, and you know how much you're spending. If you sell in advance, much like an event, when we plan a convention, if I know a hundred people are coming. I can plan around 100 people. I'm buying food for 100 people. I'm setting up shit for 100 people. That's how you know in advance how much you're spending because you have a budget based on 100 Seven people. out of 10 people will say, fuck out of here with this. It sound, and, they, and, and they may come because they're your friend or like, they, wanna, they don't want to be mean about it, say, but they would feel that way about it. When you say a wedding's a money grab, it's not like you're looking to make uh, Whether or not it is, did you present it as such spot? This is presenting it as such. It's an unspoken. This is just you now speaking the unspoken. So it's it sounds a little uh, uh, inappropriate or off color, but you're just speaking what everyone's thinking. 
And sometimes when you speak what everyone's thinking, you're, you're chastised for it, but everyone's thinking it. I'm reading our feedback. I'm trying to sign in so I could. I disagree. 89%, 89% say hell no on this. 89%. Everybody must be so dumb. Oh, I'm having a hard time. I can't sign into our chat. It's driving me insane. I mean, you don't have to. You could speak to people. Yeah, you don't have to like respond. You could read it and speak yeah, to them. You, can, you don't have to type it out. It's they're chatting about what you're saying. Yeah, they could hear you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Eighty nine percent. I want to say like say, really rude things. Look, and we all oh. get like the we all get the <laughs> logic you, behind it. I'm not, I'm not the, denying the logic behind it. I'm saying it doesn't look all that tasteful. I, I, did I ever say that? I I made it very clear from yeah. But why would you? So then, how is a good idea if you want your 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 wedding based on something so shitty? So you're trying to tell me it's not fun to take a, a you're stance comparing and have a good it, argument? No, I don't, think, I don't think it's very arguments? fun the way you come across at all. No, I don't think that's fun. You sound like a jerk. Oh. Yeah, I don't. Oh, think good. That's fun. Okay. Good. Oh, uh, a, awesome. You do listen back. I do. You if you listen back, you'd probably hear it. I don't, I don't think like, it's, it's awesome at all. It's, there's, a, there's a civil union. I just to make this clear. When you go to the, the county courthouse, you get your marriage license, you have it signed by the priest and a witness, that's your, your marriage and your civil union. The reception and the, is an event. It's an event. So you're planning an event. You got playing Shanana performing. You're inviting people to celebrate your. Uh, it's like no different than celebrating a birthday. It's no different than celebrating a uh, 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 commencement. What's it? Graduation, which my sister did today. Congrats to my sister. Um, it's no different than any other life celebration, other than a funeral, where you're planning an event. You're inviting a bunch of people. It costs money to throw this event. And it's a grand scale event that costs a lot of money. So you just want to break even. It's like, you know, when Jaime invited you to his birthday party, what did you want to do? What did you want to do? You wanted to split to cover the cost. So no. it's the same thing. I you're was splitting the to cover was the cost going there of this celebration to show support of, of your people. friend. You know, so I don't you, think he so was. You he, didn't, so you were good. You showed up to Jaime's dinner and you're like, I'm not going to pay. I'm here to celebrate. Yeah, but he wasn't trying to get a money grant. No. But he, that's because he ended up paying for the whole thing. But you didn't expect that. You showed up there thinking, oh, we're going to split this dinner to celebrate our friend. Yeah. Same, why is, same concept. Why is Alejandro the that. only guy with a head on his shoulders? Rich ain't saying that's what he'd do. He's talking about what's consistent with the norms of the young people and how this will be a trend. And I, I think if I was younger, I think this is you're going to see it. It's going to happen. You're going to get invited to a wedding in your life where there's going to be a ticket. Boom. And I'm Just remember go. I said it. It might be 10 years from now. You'll be invited to a wedding where they're like, that's not what you were saying. You, your stance. If, hold on. Backtrack. This has been my stance. Since the first. Your stance wasn't. I see this happening. Whether right or wrong. I see this is going to be the future. That wasn't I your think stance. It's a great idea. You're saying it's a great and, idea. And by Those the are way, two different things. It, so Alejandro's just as much of a bozo as you. By the way, that's not what you said. You were saying that this is a grand, great idea. Not that, hey, whether you like it or not, this is where the future is headed. That's not, those are two different angles. And by the way, completely Jaime? different takes. Jaime? Because I agree, I could see the future heading there, but I'm not going to say, I think it's a great idea. Jaime? How, do, how could you try to bamboozle 
and swindle your way out of you were like all 100% about that. Jaime could have easily celebrated his birthday at an In-N-Out burger, but he wanted to have it at a nice steakhouse. Is that your fault? He paid for that. I don't get it. Um, let's take that out of the equation. I don't equation. get your you analogy at all. Pl- you had went there to plan to pay. If you would have showed up and you're like, oh, now I got to split a steak. Uh, we could have just gone to In-N-Out burger. That's like how some people are saying like, oh, these weddings cost so much money. Why do you have to spend so much money? Why it's the person's choice to have a fancy wedding. It's a person's choice to pick a nice place to go to dinner for their birthday. It's the, it's the same concept on a grander scale with more people because it's an event. That's what I'm trying to, to iterate and people don't seem to understand. I don't see a problem with it. And you know what? If, if you getting a, an invitation that has a ticket price on it, says hell no i'm not going as far as i'm concerned thank god because you didn't want to go in the first place the only no, reason you were maybe going, they did no, and they don't the like how you're you coming were, across no, the only reason you if were you going really wanted them to come you, you wouldn't charge them admission a fucking meal that's the only reason you were going you wouldn't you don't care about the mm. couple if you really cared about the couple you'd be like absolutely i'll be there with bells on i think this is a good idea like do you think i want to fly to <laughs> new york to celebrate our paul's wedding uh, no, but you know what? I love Paul. He's a great friend. I am more than willing to fly there. Did I want to go to, uh, uh, where did Mark Zito get married? Uh, St. Martin. Did I want to f- fly from here to New York to St. Martin? To- New Mexico plus one. No, but you know what? I love Mark Zito and I flew there to see him. Do I want to go to Vegas for Weston Bree? No, but you know what? I love them and I'm going to go there and celebrate their wedding. Because if I care about the person, it doesn't I heard matter. If you, if you buy a VIP ticket to their wedding, you get to sit on Black Ice's lap. <laughs> I want to smack those cheeks. Um, That's an extra 20 bucks add-on in, the, in your shopping cart. So if this is a turnoff to you, you didn't want to come to my wedding in the first place, fuck off. You're, I mean, like, you're not a superstar, bro. My wedding. Everyone thinks they're yes, a superstar now. because you know my I wedding. But you're not. <laughs> so, I mean... Sure, whatever. I mean, I, I just, I feel like I'm hearing like, this is such a shitty way to behave. Here's what I'm hearing. What a shitty way to behave. Look at all these people. But it's a great idea. Okay. I'm the crazy one. Move on. I'll take it. All right. I, I, could I give you a, a compromise in between? How do you feel about people that say, if you want as a wedding gift to put money towards our honeymoon, here's a link. Great. I mean, I see these things. That's what they want. I see these things happening. Like I said, I see this being the future and I see these links and these trends. But you can't deny that people don't see this and have a thought about it. And that thought is, no, but, but I, I've seen that. someone, I've seen someone say, we want to go to Hawaii on our honeymoon. If, if as your gift, you want to contribute to this, here's the link. When people have babies, they give out their registries. Is that tacky for being like, here's where you can buy me things? A little bit. I've never done that, man. I don't know. I can't tell you I've done that ever. My family's never done that either. My family's Bro, not about that. Now, I'm you, not now, saying, now you, you have to admit you are peculiar with that one. Yeah, I'm the weirdest guy, bro. I'm crazy. Crazy like that. Yeah. You know. Are you being serious? I'm just telling you, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with that because it's become the standard and it's normal. No, but I've never for done the last that. Like fifty my, years. My mother had five kids. She never had a shower. You know, she never had a registry. I don't think it's mother. peculiar. I don't think it's not normal. I'm just saying, like, I don't look to things 
or look for things in that way. Your mother says it's so classless. See, so classless. My so Tensia Cavino says so. Classless. Yeah, I mean the wedding thing, but a baby shower and a registry. I mean, bro, is you're talking you're comparing apples and oranges. On Earth. Yeah. So, all right, man, you win. But I never wanted any shit from anybody when it came to that either. Where was my wedding shower? Where uh, where was my baby shower? I never got shit from anybody, you know, and never expected it. And I never saw anyone in my family really do much of that. Not that For I what? think it's wrong. I don't think that's wrong. It's become the norm. But, you know, you're the one that brought it up. I don't see how that has anything to do with it. Because it's, it's a similar concept. Instead of saying, here, give me money, it's like, here, buy me a present. Here's my registry. Yeah, there's something odd about it to me. But I know I understand that it's acceptable and, and it's accepted. But there's something odd about that. But it's also, also the celebration of a, of a baby. So, I, you know, that's why this is supposed to be a sub- celebration of love. Not a fucking ticket sale. Love don't pay the bills. Well, then if then maybe you shouldn't be trying to be so lavish if you're relying on all these people to buy tickets. Why? Just put yeah, it on I, credit cards. Is that what younger people do anyway? Is that what they do anyway? Just charge everything? I had that conversation with my sister-in-law last night. I said, is it me or you see all these people out and about? And I'm like, there's no way they can afford the things they do. And it's so more apparent that like, Everyone must just be in more credit card debt than I assume. Either that or everyone's making hundreds of thousands of dollars. There's got to be something. So it could be, you know, maybe they just have the wedding and just charge it all, you know? Add it to their student loan debt. Hold on. Here's what Jordan says. She's no expert, but I'm going to read her comment, okay? Well, she just, she just helped her, uh, her sister. She said, if someone charges for their wedding, then the bridal party should get a cut because they put their own money into being a part of the wedding and help and plan this. They should be employees, yes. I mean, that's what she's, I mean. <laughs> if you're trying to tell me Dallas and Colton weren't trying to break even uh, or like get some big, of their money back. Different, for what they bro. Said. That's I different, bro. That's different. I assume. I never said anything, nothing. I never said there's anything wrong about someone wanting and hoping yeah, to break you know, even. The bridal party wouldn't get charged because they're part of the wedding. Yeah, they're part of the wedding. They wouldn't get charged because they put in time and effort already, you know? There's rules. I'm making them right now. I think you're just making shit up as you go. I don't think you thought about it at all, is what I think. Who, me or him? Either one of you. Eighty-six percent say hell no. But do I think Rich makes a point when he says when he eventually said this is where it's going to lead? Probably. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. And when that day comes, it's going to get a lot of eye rolls from people like me. That doesn't mean I won't go because I might have to suck it up and do the right thing, but it'll feel weird when I'm writing that check. I'll probably seal it with my ass. Don't you do that anyway? It, it, there's, there's something very tacky about it. But then again, I, my point from the beginning. So who wants rewind, it? Do you want to advertise that? No, I'm saying listen back later when you do, and you'll see that I started this by saying it's just consistent with OnlyFans. It's consistent with GoFundMe. It's just smut. There's so no you shame. want your wedding day to be consistent Me? with smutty behavior? No. Okay, would, then it's I'm, not a good idea. I'm married. I've been there, done that, and I'm saying for this younger generation, it is consistent with everything they find normal. They find it normal to be like, OnlyFans, GoFundMe. They find it normal to practically beg for money. So why would it surprise you if a younger person's like, here's a ticket to my event? It doesn't, you always but I, didn't, I everyone... never said it's a good idea. You're the one that's saying it's a good idea. 
I think it's a good idea based on the consistency of that generation. You're the one that talks about how everyone on social media thinks they're fucking important. Yeah, and they're so not. So if everyone on social media thinks they're fucking important, isn't it consistent with that theory that they're so important that they think they should sell tickets to their fucking event? I hope nobody shows up. That's what I hope. <laughs> I hope no one shows up to your wedding. Is it going to be like a concert where like when not enough tickets sell, they like they make an excuse like, oh, we had to cancel the concert because of uh, vocal rest. <laughs> Apparently, I mean, look, this is causing a lot of uh, controversy on social media because of this guy's take, and people want to call up. That's fine. 412-267-7469. What do we got? I don't know. Who's this? Oh, wait. Hang on. Hang on. Go ahead. Who's this? Roll. Hello. Hello. Is this the Peruvian prince? Yeah, this is Ro. Ro. Oh, hey, Ro. Hey, I got some uh, input um, in the Mexican culture. We've kind of been doing this for a minute. Um, we, I, I, I put it in the comments, but I don't know if you, you read it or not. But we do this thing where, where we look for, we call it padrinos, which is kind of a you know, patron for the wedding. It's, it's a thing we do where we ask friends and family, like, hey, can you, can you spare 100 bucks for the wedding? And it's what family does, you know. So-and-so's getting married. Everybody pitches in a hundred bucks. Their name gets put on invitation. And that's our way of making some money to help us out for the wedding. Peace. Same thing that people do with quinceaneras too. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, I like that. So that's, that began family it, chipping in for family. I mean, that blood in, blood out. Yeah. So and then it, it, it goes both ways. It's different. It's a little different. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's one way of putting it, you know? Yeah. Just my input. Thank no, you, bro. Hey, listen, every, every, everyone's going to do different things. Thanks, the moral, the moral code of the youth different than the moral code of you or your grandparents or parents. So, I mean, you, you got it. You got to have expected this now. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not surprised by it. I'm not, I'm really not. Yeah, and I'm I not would, surprised by and it. And I would argue too, like who, who just said it, Rashawn, but I'm not going to say like, it's my, my premise of the debate is, is this a good look or is this a bad look? Like, and it's a bad look. Rashawn just referenced something that is, to me, so antiquated. The idea of the father of the bride paying for the wedding. I don't think parents pay for weddings anymore. That's the old school thinking, Kavino. Is that an old school thing you adopt or dismiss? I, I think no, kids, it's I an think old school way of thinking. I mean, people, everybody's budget is different, so you can't expect a, fa a father to flip that but bill saying, if he's not financially capable like, I think of providing either, the wedding that you want either both but i'm saying if you're if you're families, an old school keck you know and you you said you tend to lean old school do you want you want to be the guy that's like i got it melody you're getting married i got it i'm your dumb your father like, father of the bride steve my, martin hey i like, contribute wherever i could i feel for like her, yeah my but my, I, I, I doubt i'll be able to afford whatever she may have in mind like my brother maybe i will i don't know my brother's in-laws i feel like handed my mother a bill for certain guests she invited Brothers in laws. What did they do? I feel like for the wedding, like they paid for the wedding, but they like my mother who wanted to invite certain people had to pay for those people that she invited. Yeah. Weddings are so expensive and extravagant now. Like Stu saying he knew somebody that got married for $250,000. Like you can't expect the in laws, someone else's parents to pay for that. Yeah. So I would argue Unless you're that from yeah. fuck you money. So Either that's a really antiquated Both families idea. are contributing or the people getting married say, I want this wedding and I'm paying for, we're paying for it, which is why I think this is all, another way to cover the call. It's like, 
You know, it's yeah, that's I, but I also, but you know what though? You can also argue if you want to talk antiquated, I think weddings are a little bit antiquated at this point. I think doing these huge elaborate things are antiquated, but if they're going to, as long as they're continuing to happen, then this, maybe this is the transition into weddings no longer existing. Rocket dog hey, says, Spock, can you, Spock, can you pay for a whole wedding by just giving every guest a pair of uh, sh- shoes to, and their the first steps? Maybe, maybe that's what I'll do. I'll be like, you have to walk, uh, walk for a week and you can come to the wedding <laughs> for free. Hey, uh, listen, fuck. It's, a, it's a good conversation. You got fired up. Good. That was the point. It wasn't a conversation to have like laughs about. It was a conversation to, to get you thinking and get fired up. Let's play the clip one last time, though, just to wrap up the conversation so that people could hear the concept. The concept, I grasp. It makes sense. Let's check it out. And uh, again, 86% is a hell no. Rocket Dog says he'd return the invite. Jeff the Jerkman says, no way in hell. Wow. So you're not getting them at your wedding. Wow, great people. Wait, so wait, what well, do I have to do? With- so you get, send them an invite. <laughs> send, if you send the jerk man an invite that has a ticket price on it, he won't come. Jerk man, one dollar. Oh, so sorry, can't hang. Play it one more time, spot, and then we'll move on. What am I playing again? Oh, the, <laughs> the original clip sorry, of the guy that, saying I this almost, is a good idea. I no. almost forgot what we were talking about. Steve Aoki uh, throwing the first. Push. Oh, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you guys? Hey, did you see Steve? Did you see that? Uh, there was an eclipse the other night. Uh, the most financially sound way to plan a wedding is not what you think instead of asking for gifts or having some register where everyone buys trinkets that you'll never use instead consider selling tickets to your wedding that cover the cost of every single person you want so instead of having a budget and having to limit to only the amount of people that you can afford every single person can pay for themselves and even maybe a little extra to put a down payment on a house or start a new business rather than having stuff that one time and you'll never use you can have an investment they can use for life I mean, again, I question, it makes if, sense. I have a question. But is it a good idea? If Dave Ramsey released this video, then would everyone agree with it? <laughs> no, but that it's also like goon. It's also like a, it's some well, dude like trying says, to have a hot take just should, to garner reaction. And people are like, yeah. Dave Ramsey says you should charge people for your wedding. Then I'm going to do it. Well, that's what Dave Ramsey said. He said you should live debt free. And by charging people for your wedding, you're debt free. Jim Ramsey's cooler than Dave Ramsey. So no doubt, a hundred percent. Quick random so news. This October two 2000- thousand. Sorry, sorry. Auto place. Let's oh. definitely get to the rando news of the day. Oh, is it time? I mean, there's not a lot. Is this sports? It's just I'll, I'll give you no. It's just random news, spot. Rando news. Keep it extra rando. It's probably sports. There's some sports, but that's part of life. <laughs> I mean. No, there's plenty of news. That don't involve we already talked about TikTok going wild over Camille Vasquez. I even think Jordan has a lady crush on her, to be honest. I don't think How she's could tu- you not? I don't think she's tuning in for Amber Heard's Dr. Evil outfit. She says something. Jordan said she's starting to look like Hillary Clinton to me. And now I kind of see it. I kind of see it a little bit. I was like, what are you talking about? Amber Heard's beautiful. And now I'm like, eh, I don't know. So TikTok's gone wild over Camille Vasquez, who is... The Latina mamita with the brains and the looks representing Johnny Depp. She's coming across really well, likable, has a huge cult following. Now people going crazy about her. We already talked about that. There you go. Netflix, we talked about this when it happened, but 
because of these subscriptions, they lost what over two hundred thousand subscriptions. They said they were going to start laying off people. Now they're oh. really starting to cut the people out. And I think 150 jobs were lost yesterday. I got the story here, but they're saying this yeah. could be the decline and the start and the downfall, the great downfall of Netflix. LA Times reports that Netflix announced it was cutting 150 jobs yesterday amid a slowdown in revenue and a decline in subscribers that has shaken the entertainment industry. And remember, Spotty said it the other day, Stranger Things... Their budget was $30 million an episode, which is double Game of Thrones per episode. So when you're spending money like that, and I'm sure it all comes from different budgets, but it's still one company, that doesn't help when subscribers are dropping. I mean, look at SiriusXM. Didn't they spend a lot of money on a, on a lot of things? And then they started having to cut people as a result. The announcement comes after Netflix reported a loss of 200,000 subscribers in the first quarter for the first time in more than a decade. So, could it be the end of an era is the question could being posed. Be? I, look, man, I, I'm still a big fan of the product. That's my go-to. I think people still scroll through Netflix before Hulu, Amazon, and Disney. I do. I think it's still the number one. Like, You may end up going to one of the others, but I do think that people still start at Netflix. I don't know, but I do. I, you know, I do. Spotty's got HBO Max now. He's watching Euphoria. He's watching everything but Winning Time. No, I use uh, I use Gabe's Directv stream. Oh, there you go. Um, uh, and I just I just found out that it has on demand for HBO. I didn't know he had HBO, so I just found out that I have that. I don't have HBO Max. In other rando news, this is like turbo news, but I thought it was kind of interesting. I don't want to like regurgitate and repurpose bullshit for the sake of it. I thought this was interesting because mental health is so universally a thing, and James Hetfield, you assume these rock stars. James Hetfield is the lead singer of Metallica. You assume that these guys are the most confident, especially when they're on stage. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that what you desire. Ooh, yeah. Dude, he stops mid-show. I think he's in Brazil. I sent you the link spot. Right before Sad But True. And he tells a story that, honestly, it's like, it's heart-wrenching, but you're like, he is the, the man, this guy. Because here he is, James Hetfield. I believe he's like 58. He said that prior to the show and taking the stage, he felt so insecure he didn't want to do it. He was about to cry, and his bandmates came through for him. But he tells the story on stage in front of hundreds of thousands of people. Um, so mental health is wealth. James Hetfield opens up about his mental struggles on is, stage. Uh, or was that last month? Or was it like mental health month? I think it is. Yeah. I gotta tell you, I wasn't feeling very good before I came out here. Feeling a little bit insecure, like I'm an old guy, I can't play anymore, all the that I tell myself in my head. So I talk to these guys and they help me. As simple as that. They gave me a hug and said, hey. If you're struggling on stage, we got your back. Teamwork. I tell you, it means the world to me. We love you, James! And then the band comes out, and they embrace James Hetfield. And it's like, man, this guy, and, and no surprise, but it's crazy to see. This guy who commands a stadium full of people is insecure and feels he's too old. To go out there and do his thing. Like, I'm an old guy. What am I doing? He's so in his head. And it just makes 
you think like, man, yeah, everybody's got something going on. You know, it's crazy. Everyone's allowed to have a bad day. Everybody needs a hug. Even if you're a uh, superstar, superstars uh, don't do the dishes and they have bad days. Um, Sucks. It sucks because like it's your hero, but it also makes you respect them so much more. I always find it fascinating when you hear a performer or a well-known performer has stage fright. Like yeah. people like severe. Like I always remember Dave Matthews has severe stage fright still to this day. So like, here's a guy that goes on st- people that go on stage every night yeah. all the time. And you also hear the thinking of, well, if you don't feel the butterflies, then you know, something's wrong. But here's a guy. I mean, he's done this for, I mean, transcended decades. He's been doing it since the eighties and he's debating whether or not he's good enough. Like, that's crazy to me, but sad, but true. The well, end. if you want to stay in your rock lane for a second. Um, oh, what's that? What's that rock lane? It's oh. the right lane where he goes 40 miles an hour listening to Turbo. Rock on! Gets pulled over for an expired sticker. <laughs> 40 miles an hour. Um, in the rock lane, in serious news, um, the late Taylor Hawkins the story goes is that he went to Dave Grohl shortly before he died, questioning whether or not he could do this anymore. Yeah. Crazy. And uh, it was a heart to heart. And he, he was thinking about, could I still do the travel? Could I still be in the Foo Fighters? Can I still do all this? Now this conflicting stories with his friends and family, like did the Rolling Stone story angle it wrong. So, you know, read, read for yourself, but the, some people are saying it's a bullshit story. Well, maybe, Maybe that's another reason James Hetfield did what he did. Maybe he, because he knows the struggles that go on a lot. So to come out and speak about it. But James Hetfield too, what's, what's peculiar about that story is he's like a badass, bro. You know, like he's like, why? No, I'm saying his image is like, you're a badass. Fuck yeah. And you struggle. But that's, what's cool about it. You're like that he dude. was that vulnerable in that moment on stage for all those people. Like James Hetfield, who's like, you ain't my bitch. It's like, that's performance. Lars, Rob, Kirk, bring it in, man. I just want to hug. Just want to hug. Like, yeah, how is this any, how is this no, any awesome. like, on a, I think it's on a great. different scale? You're the yeah. most rocking On a different dude I scale, know. there's a lot of people that think Steve Cavino is like a really cool, fucking confident guy. And off the air and on the air, you've had breakdowns where you're like, yo, guys, I'm going through some shit. Yeah. So no, like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't ever he's got great. He's got great hair. No, but what I'm saying is you should bag. be the first to understand this because I do. Confident- I'm, I'm pointing out the dynamic yeah. of why it's awesome. Like James Hetfield oh, yeah. is this growling fucking monster and he's awesome. And he's one of the biggest rock stars ever. In fact, Metallica sold more albums in the nineties than anybody else, which is crazy to me because Ooh. You would think some grunge band owned on that, owned that title. Metallica's oh. huge, and people don't realize how huge they More are. More than the Irish girl group Bewitched. So anyway, um, you know, mental health as well. He opens up about his struggles. Uh, Mark Cuban and Little Wayne. Wait, hold on. Before beefing. you get to that, you said uh, in the 90s. Can I give you a quick question? Let's see how you do. Sure. I saw a list of spots. Sports. No. Um, oh, is it sports? Talking about how... Is it hard for a player to get 300 wins or 3,000 hits or 500 home runs? Like, what are the benchmarks in sports? Yeah. If you could guess, we'll start with the 70s because that's when you were born, late 70s. Do you think you can name what player 
had the most hits per decade from the 70s till the 2020s? What player has had the most I know most you know hits. one of them because it was a fun fact. You you gave me like a couple years ago. Yeah, Robinson but I'd Cano. start with the 70s. What player had the most hits in the 70s? You should get this one. Most hits in the 70s. Oh, like Carl Yastrzemski? In the, in the 70s. Think, well, think about the all-time hit leader. In the seventies, what player Pete had the Rose. most hit in the ninth most so, hits I in the nineteen seventies? Pete What'd Rose, yeah, Pete Rose. Pete yeah. Rose had two thousand forty-five hits in the seventies. Okay, who do you think had the most hits in the eighties, from nineteen eighty to nineteen ninety? Like, is it someone I would like automatically guess? Like Paul Mahler. No, these are these are big time players, but I'm just curious who. Like, this is talking about longevity. Like this person for the decade killed it. Tony Gwynn. No, I thought that might be the answer. It's not. Just think he started just, in the mid early eighties, right? Give me a hint, because the nineties. Uh, then uh, Robinson Cano was one of the answers. Yeah, Robbie Cano's the twenty tens. Okay, so uh, Pete Rose most hits in the seventies. He had two thousand forty five hits in that decade. In the eighties, a superstar, not a New York player, because I know you might be thinking Mattingly. No, no, no. I'm not thinking that. Wade Boggs. No, I thought Boggs too. No, he started mid '80s, so you, he missed the early oh, part okay. of the decade. Early '80s. Uh, is this someone? You said they're all superstars, like someone like like Rod Crew or something. No, someone that you've talked about uh, their name being inside baseball gloves. Oh, Robin Yount! Wow, Robin Yount! I would have never guessed that. Robin Yount. I was close. I said Paul Mater. I was thinking Brewer. Wow. One thousand seven hundred and thirty-one hits in the '80s. Robin Yount most oh, yeah. hits in the '80s. Never got that. 1990s. This is a tricky one. I would never have guessed, but now that I see it, it makes sense. The 1990s most hits. Sweet swing lefty. Will Clark. No. Sweet swing lefty. Cubbies. Ryan Sandberg was lefty? No. No. Hold on. 90s. Cubs? Come on, baseball guy. I'm just thinking Cubs, like, hit machine. Our father full of... Mark Grace? I would have never guessed Mark that. Mark Grace. Would have never guessed that. 1,754 hits. Would have never guessed Mark Grace. Would have never guessed Robin Yeah. goes. Who came up with that line? Say it again, Spot. What is it? Our father full of grace? That doesn't even make sense. Isn't that the... You mean Hail Mary oh, full of grace? Oh, Hail Mary. For, oh, no, I was doing... I was Oh, yeah. Hail Father full of grace. Hmm. Yeah, like, you're right. Wrong, wrong prayer. Oh, okay. Haven't been to church in a while. You ever hear Rich sing Old McDonald? Yeah. He says, Old McDonald had a farm and bingo was his name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Camino, 2000. Wait a second. Old McDonald had a farm and bingo was his name. Oh. I, I saw that on TikTok. That confused the shit out of me for a minute. I'm like, how does it go? <laughs> Old McDonald had a farm and... Pinko was his name. Yeah, how does it go? Wait, hold on. <laughs> Old McDonald had a oh e i e i o. <laughs> you forgot. Oh my god. <laughs> Our father full of grace. Our father full of grace. So I, I, I would have never father. have known these anyway. I thought that was the line they used, and I'm like, what? But there. I mean, these are fun questions, Ged. So 2000s, I don't know either. 2010 was Robbie Cano. 
2000? Cano had 1,695 hits. I mean, that's how good Someone in the 2000s had over 2,000 hits in the 2000s. Hit machine in the 2000s. I don't know, man. Ichiro Suzuki. Ah, fuck. I should have guessed that. Plus, I saw someone say that. I should have guessed that. Um, I heard a so story. 70- Dude, I, I heard a... Well, I don't know if you saw it, but did you see when Ichiro threw a first pitch out recently? He came out in full uniform. That's Shit awesome. I love great. it. <laughs> Shit was great. So, 70s was Pete Rose, 80s Robin Yao, 90s Mark Grace, Ichiro 2000s, 2010s Robbie Cano, and I know it's still early in the 2000s, and because of that shitty shortened season that didn't really count, Trey Turner still has the most hits in the 2020s. Trey Turner. Those so, are, yeah, yeah, those are impressive stats. Those are questions that Jordan would ask me. I'm like, I don't know. How would I know? I, how do you not know? I don't, I think, don't know. I don't who had the ever, most hits in the 2000s? Jordan would ever ask you that question. She would. She would ask you who has the most hits in the yeah. 2000s. Oh, yeah. She would ask me some shit like that. I'm like, I don't know. Cove, just to get How do you throw know? one more in, just to How give a I? shout out to a guy that you always you talk about not having enough highlights. Roberto Clemente, he had the most in the 60s. You had the most in the early 2000s. Or were yeah. those fr- no, no, I'm sorry. You had the most frosted tips in the early 2000s. That's what it was, yeah. Not highlights. So this isn't really sports. It's just beef. But I'm not really sure how it started. Mark Cuban and Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, are beefing, but like for real where it's like. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the, the story as I know is Lil Wayne's like, you know, fuck your Mavericks. Fuck your mama. Is it and, trash talking or they hate each other? I don't yeah, know. They, I they couldn't figure that either. Each other. So, so Mark Cuban sort of trolled them back and goes, yo, I'm going to get you tickets for the front row to watch my Mavericks fucking kick ass. I thought he hated Top Gun Maverick. So, yo, I, if I'm not mistaken, Mark Cuban posted a Photoshop picture of Lil Wayne front row at a Mavericks game. And Lil Wayne's like, fuck your Mavericks. And <laughs> it got to the point where... Like, Lil Wayne is getting, like, real ugly about it. Like, I'll piss in your mouth. He's, he's telling Mark Cuban that he better back up because he'll piss in your mouth. Maybe he's playing with me. I will. Okay. It's a shit show. Yo, does Lil Wayne have a hard time taking a joke? Kind of. So, yeah, that's Mark Cuban. It's a shit show. I'll put you out in the front row, and there's a, there's a picture of Lil Wayne, front row Mavericks. And now Lil Wayne's <laughs> most recent response was about, like, don't fuck with me. I'll piss in your mouth, boy. Is there a photo of it on Worldstar? There's a there's photos of Lil Wayne front row as a Mavericks fan, so there's beef there. Mark Cuban and Lil Wayne, love Mark Cuban, man, he's great. Yeah. Um, in kind of sports news, it's just a cool story. Huh? Deontay, so are, you us, are you showing us the proper way to pack a freezer? Yeah, this is how you load your a fridge cheeks freezer. It looks like cheeks. ass cheeks on World Star to me. Let's use that. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. Rock on! Freaks. Uh, Deontay Wilder, the bronze bomber who's been on the I now show. I pronounce you left and right. Who's known for his battles with Tyson Fury and being one of the heaviest punchers in boxing. And again, won Olympic bronze. bronze. The bronze bomber, Deontay Wilder, took up boxing at the age of 20 <clears throat> to help feed his family. <clears throat> Is that why they call him the bronze bomber? Bomber? He earned $70 million along the way and will now have a statue in his honor of his hometown of Tuscaloosa. So it's just sweet. a cool story. Like, that's cool. That's what's cool about boxers, too. They're fighting their way out of something. Some of them are fighting for the love of it. And it never, it rarely, rarely dominates the guy who's fighting to survive or fighting out of poverty. 
And Deontay Wilder, again, fought to feed his family and earned $70 million along the way. Sure, he got rocked by Tyson Fury, but, man, that's impressive. So mm-hmm. he's got a statue. I thought that was kind of cool. And it's also very cool when your hometown recognizes you. You know, I had a, a teacher from my high school hit me up the other day. I'm, a t- I'm listening on lithium, and you mentioned you're from Union, New Jersey. Huh? I'm, an, I'm a teacher at Union High. Like you would think like maybe there was some some like they would know. Hey, you know, there is a kid uh, they oh, don't like give the, a, the, they don't give a diddly there's do. No, there's no turbo display in the foyer of the high school. So I yeah, mean I'm not compa- I'm not comparing no myself to oh, Deontay most, Wilder. I'm just saying that You you still don't hold the record for the most rockin' dude? At, at Union I held the record for the most farts during the sit-up contest. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, so highest he, batting average, most sit-up farts, and, uh, <laughs> most, and rockin most rockin' dude. <laughs> most sit-up farts still holds. So I responded to the guy. I'm like, yeah. I have the, look in the, the gymnasium uh, records. Look in the banner. I have most farts per sit-ups. Yeah. 72 farts in one minute. There you go. Um, yeah. so you, you're averaging one fart per second, but then he, at the end you turned it up, right? I'm yeah. not saying being honored. I'm saying like, people don't even know. They don't even care. And this guy's shocked by it. Like, yeah, dude, I've been doing radio for over 20 years. So in other sports news to wrap it up, the heat 118 over the Celtics 107, Jimmy Butler just talking all kinds of smack, but playing like a beast they look fresh, dude. You know yeah, what it was? The, window, the Celtics man. came out strong, and you could see that. The, it, I mean, it did appear at one point that the extra rest the Heat got, the Celtics looked a little slow and sluggish in the second half. And I think, honestly, it's rest. I think Jimmy Butler turned it on. They were at home. I think I think the Celtics ran out of steam. And Mavericks, Golden State Warriors tonight. Lil Wayne made about that. Him. Lil Wayne not going there. Rooting for Mavericks, man. Top Mark Cuban's my guy. Nothing against the Golden State Warriors. Just a little been there, done that. And here, here's late-breaking news as we speak. Um, my sister Jen can't get her baby formula. And we haven't even mentioned it really I here heard, on the show. I saw a tip. I saw a she, tip. She just sent me, Jennifer, too. so sorry, is but the one you're they can't give? fulfill the order. But obviously, it, this is, is a big story uh, that I we mean, haven't is, addressed. Is, Rich, is it to one. change your Amazon server to at Amazon.ca for Canada because Canada does not have a problem? Let's, I don't know if it works, though, Spot, but I will say this. Drain Canada um, of your baby formula. A few Canadian listeners. Kavino, take them up on this. If there's Canadian listeners that have no problem getting formula, Venmo them, PayPal them the money. And see if they could ship the formula down to your sister. And some cheesies with it, too. <laughs> and some Canadian snacks. That'd be great. But, I mean, I, I just saw my sister posted her, like, order denied. And I don't think we acknowledged once, really, the, the problem. Have we acknowledged that here on the show? Uh, we did, because I was talking about how my sister is yes. low on. My sister is sort of stocked up for a month and a half. But then after that, she's like, what am I going to do when that's over? You know, well, I remember it's gonna I happen. made the joke, I have nipples, you can milk yes. me. Remember that? Yeah. So, God, and then we, then we played the, the uh, Steve Aoki first pitch. Are you guys losing your minds? <laughs> Maybe. But, but you know, the, uh, the, the formula problem shortage continues to, to be there. This is some Vato superhero shit, bro. This super Vato hero Yo, even the brothers are finding like the, the, the power in the Mexican trumpets. 
One of my favorite things on TikTok is reaction videos of like cool black guys feeling a song. Like at first they don't, and they're like, oh, yeah. Juan Solo, bro. Obi Juan Kenobi. Darth Vato. Shout out to all the Carls, Alex Efforts, and everybody on Discord and Datcord. Shannon Kinch. Thanks for all your subscriptions. Thanks to all who have chimed in today. Shout out to Nebi. By the way, I'm glad to see you back, Nebi. I'm glad that yeah, the yeah. Carls rallied around you. Props to the Carls who rallied around you in your time of need. I think uh, I think the formula thing could be, you know, for real, though, there's so many kind Canadians we know that if, if you said, hey, I'll Venmo you or PayPal you the money, uh, you know, I'll send you the money, just send my sister formula. There's plenty of people. I think Canada does not have this issue for real. I don't think they do. Well, good, good thing. We know Canadians, huh? Coming in handy. Now there's a lot of people breastfeeding on TikTok. Maybe they could spare some milk. I don't you know. You were the only one that sees TikTok breastfeeding, breastfeeding videos. All Jesus Christ. All the time. So oh, be careful of rattlesnakes. Uh, I know not where you are. I've read two articles about how in Florida and, and Texas, Rattlesnakes are hiding inside pool noodles. That's wild. Like people are picking up their pool noodle by their in their yard, and a fucking rattlesnake jumps out of. Imagine that. Whoa! Your pants. Whoa! That's some bullshit right there for sure. So my mother-in-law always says it. And I think she's joking, but she's like, "Be careful of the snakes out there." I'm like, "Ha, Cindy." She's like, "No, I'm serious." <laughs> so be careful of the rattlesnakes. Also, be careful of uh, snakes popping out of a peanut can. Whoa! It's <laughs> crazy. It's a good one. Hey, Spot, would you like a Pringle? Sure. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> There's a, f- a funny thing on SNL this weekend. Selena Gomez hosted. Uh, where toddler face. She still has toddler. She still face. has toddler face. Told you. But it was like a it was like a documentary where it was like a guy that invented all this stuff. So it was the guy that like invented the whoopee cushion. He invented the buzzer. He invented the snakes coming out of the can. But he did it because his wife was like the unluckiest person in the world, and all this stuff happened to her in real life. So she like opened a can of peanuts and real snakes popped out. And so he invented the the joke she he, she was shaking someone's hand and got struck by lightning so he invented the, the hand buzzer. buzzer she was giving someone a piece of gum and also got struck by lightning so it was the, the shocking gum oh the so, snap it was funny. did yeah. you did you see uh camino did you see selena gomez in that skit where she was like a vato loca no but no. i saw i did see some highlights from it yeah but i heard i read an article that said like it was a weak episode. Like I mean, it was, wasn't. They threw like super put zero great. effort in the writing yeah, of this episode. Well, even they said they because said her monologue away. was pretty decent, but even the skit they brought out her best pal Steve Martin. So you would think an That's SNL legend like about. Steve Martin would have spiced it up, but nothing, right? That's the one I was talking about. He was the guy. Was the one. He was the guy. That's kind of funny though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It got criticism, but what you're describing sounds pretty funny. I mean, do just do what I do on even on Saturday night because out here, but on Sunday morning. You go around and you look. You look at the few of the videos. You watch a few seconds of it. If it hooks, you you like it. If not, yeah. move on. Honestly, go on YouTube. They're if they were funny, YouTube. they're trending on Sunday morning. Yeah. It's. I like doing that just to see what's. What of course, stay funny. in the loop. Yeah, stay in the loop. Um. Let's see here. You know what? I, I. I mean, I think we're pretty much done. I saw one other. You know, people love to make fun of how I point out the obvious hacks on TikTok. I hate them. But I saw one today yes. that I was like, 
you know what? I'm not, I'm not a big post-it user, but apparently there's a, we've been using post-its the wrong way for 30, 40, 50 years. Have you seen this one? No. Oh, let me hear it. Though. Did you send it to me? Well, I, I don't have it handy. I just saw it and I wrote it down. Have we been like really using it wrong? You see no, it. no. You know what it is? It's like, so when you pull up a post-it, it curls up because most people pull it up. Apparently you're supposed to pull a post-it sideways and it sits flat and it's just a simple little dumb one where is this like we, and it was, how you're really supposed to open a banana? Yeah. Rich. Yeah. It does that. And some people peel them from the bottom. Oh yeah. And then there's hacks like here's how to, here's how to easily, you know, make guacamole. Like people open avocados like way easy ways. Yeah. I see all that shit all the time. I find them fun. So no, they are fun. Some are Little not hacks. like, there's not, that's not really the way I saw one yeah. recently. And I was anyway, like, get out of here. It's dumb. What psycho pulls a post-it like this person does. I think this is it. And this might be it. Yeah. Is this it? It might be. Let's see. Blow my mind. Something else I've learned on TikTok. Post-it notes. Tear one off. Pop it down. Write yourself a little message. Tear it from the side and pop it down. And it's flat. I mean, oh no. Wow. This is blown. <laughs> you know mean, what? That that one is kind of useful. Who peels their post-its like a psycho? But yeah, but you... I think a lot of people do. Oh. Oh, oh. I'm going to be post-it guy, but I think people do pull it up is what i'm saying um that one's i don't hate that one not gonna lie man some of our listeners are just so smart i really do realize we have the smartest listeners of all time like people that just know everything right (laughs) why 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 what was the fee i thought that one was actually pretty good like a lot of times i just read the feedback like man we are it's honestly like the smartest people we have like like i'm surprised neil degrasse tyson doesn't listen i wish you could put like a, (laughs) a, a spout on my brain you could like, or tap into it to see all the genius that's in Amazing, right? That's funny, man. That's that's the funniest shit you said all day. Why isn't Michio Kaku tuning in? I mean, he'd fit in right. He'd fit like Michio Kaku would fit in great with some of the people that listen to our show. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows everything. Remember, everybody's oh an expert. Gosh. Everybody's an expert of everything. You know, oh. you got to realize from our perspective, the show has become increasingly. Throughout the years, increasingly, increasingly more difficult to do because everybody's the king of comedy and everyone's an expert in everything. Everyone's so a like, genius. There's, there's, yeah, it's very tough to leave impact and try to make a good point when everyone's already thought you because everyone's such a oh. genius when it comes to politics and common and sense. You didn't know common that. sense and medicine and, and modern medicine and science and space travel everybody's an expert and everyone's super important. Oh, my that's God. why they sell tickets to their weddings. The, uh, I talk about how I went in the yard to look at the uh, lunar eclipse and all of a sudden everyone's an astrology expert. Like rich. How did you not know? Blah, 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 blah. Well, you, you know did, what though, you man did compare a lunar eclipse to a solar eclipse. Either we got oh. more dumb or people have really, you know, people as a whole, it's not our listeners. We're having fun with you guys. This is like what we see from everybody on social media and friends and just in our personal lives. Everybody thinks they're a superstar. You know what I think of? Everyone thinks they're the greatest. Everyone thinks they should sell tickets to their wedding. Everyone thinks it's all about them. Everyone loves, again, and a lot of these were my bad attributes. Everyone loves to look at themselves. They do. 
watched themselves. Like I, I, I was the piece of shit who'd be listening to his own show all the time. Cause I'm so in love with myself. Meanwhile, everybody does that now. Uh, and everyone thinks they're the smartest person in the room. Narcissism no doubt. is at its all time high and it's you know, gross. You know what I, you know what I think of when I hear, and like, that's coming from a, a quote unquote misused word of narcissist. This to me, Hey, who's that? This to me is what I think of when I hear like someone giving a life hack on, on TikTok or Instagram. Let me show you something that I just learned. So this is my left foot. This is my right foot. Now watch. If I move my left foot forward and then I move my right foot forward and then I move my left foot forward again, I'm walking. Look. And if you do it fast, then you move faster. Oh my God. And Spot made $5,000 from his step in app in that yeah, moment. In that moment. In that oh, you're moment. so you're so right though, Camino. Every like I'm like people are more That's what I hear. Uh, we have just uh, you know what is I think we just might have the most per capita genii. So many geniuses listen to our show. It's everybody. It's it really yeah. is. It's everybody. And again, who am I to talk? I'm 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 a guy who was always kind of like that. And for me to notice how overboard everybody is oh my god it's like it's gross it's like like i i just see some of these people right like yeah i'm, I'm just reading the feedback i want to even shout them out but there's some people that no matter what any of us say how do they not know that i knew that i know this i know everything uh jason who's always a good sport look at jason brown just hit me up with this did you, did you know this all the geniuses in the world Apparently, we've all been opening English muffins the wrong way. Spot, oh, I just said that. How do you do it? I got, I got to see. No, for real. Because if, if they're not, if they're frozen Perforated. and they're not, you know, defrosted all the way, they're impossible to open. Because sometimes you keep them in the freezer, right? Sometimes, right? Right? Uh, for the most part, the cupboard. But I know you. I, my mom used to keep them in the yeah. fridge. I keep them in the fridge. But they're hard. <laughs> they're hard to separate. Uh, I want to see this. All right, let's see this. Blow this up. You didn't know this. As big as English muffin. It's like perforated yeah. on the sides or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. like, yeah, you just take it and you just roll it in your hand and you just squeeze the sides. Yeah. And it comes. Are you fucking right apart? No, no, no. And for those of you who knew, shit up. Thank you. How did you? How does. Now I want you to play. That's fucking more of these. common sense. Wait, you knew that? Yes. I, I you knew, knew that. You rolled an English yes! muffin. Yes. That's how I fucking open it. I never knew that. Oh my god. I never knew that. Oh my god. I'm sitting there with a knife, like trying to. I'm trying to. I'm no, trying to carefully open it. Up I use, my sometimes hand. I use a crowbar. Like you squeeze it. That's how you do it. You squeeze all sides. All right, sometimes it's caught in the center, so you do have to do a little bit of cut. But like the outsides, you squeeze to open. Who doesn't know this? Who are your mothers? Me. I'm not Neil the ass Tyson. Your mother's taught you nothing. <laughs> I mean, Lisa says she used a fork to open English muffins until this moment. Not anymore. Are there other ones? Because now you got me in this vibe. Is there another one that stands out of a life oh, hack? There's a guy. There's a guy Sarah loves on TikTok, and you could go through this guy's shit all day. It's I didn't learn this until my 30s. Have you seen this guy? He's actually really likable. He's like, I didn't know this until my 30s. Oh, Sarah <laughs> can't handle on, I, the stupidity of people like the people. You know what my favorite one is? My favorite one is the people who didn't realize that when you pull your visor down, 
it pops out and you can put that. it to the side to cover the sun on the I side window. Oh, or I, mean, I knew that. Who oh, no, no, no. I didn't it know it extends. extended. Not all cars have that. Oh, okay. I didn't know but that. But sometimes it extends to do yeah, that. Yeah, but some of them aren't real. Like, have you seen the cereal box hack? Like, how you're supposed to use a cereal box? I don't think that's true. Oh, you're supposed to, like, fold like, it. Like, the way it folds. Yeah. And it works, and it looks great and all. Or but how I don't you think... fold a, a potato chip bag and fold it over itself. Yeah, that's a good those one, too. Are, those are, like, unique ways to do things. Those aren't the common sense ways. Exactly. Everyone should know how to fucking open a... Thomas's English muffin. I didn't know. I didn't know. My well, I mean, I, uh, truthfully, spot, I'm not really a big English muffin I guy. Mom. I mean, I once in a blue moon. On really? They're fantastic. Let me and tell I, you. So, my... Spot, look up this guy on TikTok and pick whichever one you want. His name is Sydney, S-I-D-N-E-Y, Raz, R-A-Z, Sydney Raz. He has 3 million followers. And his hit. whole gimmick is, what is it? I'm R-A... telling you things I didn't know before I was in my 30s. Oh, I love this guy. I love this guy. Yeah, I told you. Sarah loves this guy, I too. Love, I, I always see him on Instagram. No, Spot um, loves this guy. I've I just never now, now he's up. legit because Spot loves him. No, too. I've just never brought him up. But it is a lot of you. it is a lot of common sense shit. Uh, I'm just wait. Hold s- on. There's apparently I want to see this one spot because I don't know. There's like the third row down. It's like correct way to use a band aid. Let me find this. Uh, hold on, I have to go to his account. I'm just seeing the most recent videos. You said correct way to use a band aid. Oh, there it's it is. Like the, it's All like right, the seventh on. video. I don't, it might not be a good one, but that caught my eye. All right, let's see. Here's something I wish I knew before I was in my 30s. The correct way to use a Band-Aid. Look at all these different Band-Aids. Extra large, extra long, junior, finger, spot, strip, knuckle, patch. This is a strip. It is not one size fits all. (laughs) What? This is the only one I thought I ever needed. I'm sorry. Here's something I wish I knew. I use brown digits because those Um, don't match my skin. Brown digits. Yeah, I feel like Shark Tank. I knew there were. I mean, everyone buys like standard size, but if you buy There's like, something I didn't know until I was in my 30s. You're not allowed to travel with alcohol over 140 proof. Here's one. something I wish I knew before I was in my 30s. The best way to travel with two suitcases in an airport. Two hands. Okay, these are here's weird. something I didn't know. In- here's here's something I wish I knew before I was in my 30s. Sunscreen blows away in the wind. When applying spray on sunscreen in them. Here's weird. something I didn't know until I was in my 30s. Oranges are painted orange. It's common practice to color the skins of oranges in certain orange growing areas of the country because of climate or culture conditions, which cause the oranges to mature while still green in color. I didn't know that. This- Here's something I wish I didn't find out before I was in my 30s. It's okay not to be okay on Mother's Day. Okay. Here's something I wish I knew before I was in my 30s. You're not going to believe me when I tell you this. Always go to the bathroom when you have a chance. Leaving for a trip? Go to the bathroom. Stopping for a break on that road trip? Go to the bathroom. If you think to yourself... All right, there's way better ones and I don't have the time to... Yeah, I don't know. you're right, because I, I love this guy and those are like the weakest ones. Yeah, well, I'm just scrolling through, so I would have to like... There's so many videos. It's a funny guy, though. To like blindly find it. You sure hard. you love this guy? He's, yeah, he's good. He's, he's, he is he's great. I, li- I do like him. Like him, I like... Marry him? The, the corporate corporate Natalie Sell tickets and Tootaloo girl. I love on, I always see their videos. And of course, you know it, who I love? And I, you know, who I think is funny. Of course, dudes. There's a out. guy. I don't. He's not famous, but there's a guy I, I asked Melody. I asked Jordan. I'm like, you ever see this guy? I'm like, nope. There's a guy who does these how to's like and he does recipes, but he's singing R&B style with a pet sheet with a puppet cheetah. Have you ever seen him? It's like a weird looking redheaded. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The cheetah guy. Yeah. <laughs> that dude is great. Maybe this, I love that guy. Wait, hold on. Maybe this is a good one. Hang on. I love him. Here's, this might be a good one. 
I love the cheetah puppet guy. Hold on. This might be a good one. This seems interesting. Here's something I didn't know until I was in my 30s. Zippers have a lock. Did you know that? I didn't know that. No. Do zippers have locks? The lock automatically locks when no force is placed on the tab pole. This information comes directly from YKK zippers. Look at all of those zippers. Okay, let's test this out. Tab pulled down, locked. Tab pulled slightly up, unlocked. <laughs> wow. Whoa, okay, that's a good one. That was pretty YKK, good. the league leader in zippers. Uh, of course, by I mean, like, aren't they the only leader in zippers? Aren't they the only league YK, in zippers? You think we know what that stood for? It's so popular. That guy is interesting. For like, look through, but yeah, that's a bad example. Sorry, <laughs> horrible sales point. You know what? I wonder sometimes we could move on and wrap this up. But like guys like that, right, who are doing well on social media and they make a name for themselves, and you know, if they didn't have that platform, he would have been like fucking Frank from accounting. He's just this, the interesting who, who guy. Was a zany guy. You know what I mean? Like, which one of these guys, like? Would Logan Paul would have found a way to be a shock jock DJ? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. But which ones would have made something of themselves, and which ones we would have never I, heard of? I think the true entertainers, like Logan Paul, would have still Logan found Paul, a way. Logan Paul, who has a successful podcast, I feel like Logan Paul just would have been like the popular morning guy on not Kiss One Hundred and Four. So you know, like I used him as the I, example because I believe you're right. I agree with no, you. I, I, but this I think guy, Logan he Paul, I don't think he would. I don't know much about him, but people uh, like him. We would have never seen them at all, and they would have never had any sort of outlet. What's there were the zany guy who were who who was kind of interesting amongst their friends. That's it. I, I think the longer I think people that are funnier in longer form, like a Logan Paul, who's just a natural born entertainer, he would have been like you said, a morning show host, uh, something like that. But I think a guy like that, like Zipper guy, the guy that's like things I didn't know, he would have just been the really or it, it, maybe Logan the Paul crazy eccentric like engineer at the office wouldn't have had the discipline to really be a broadcaster, but maybe the zaniness enough to be like the crazy stunt guy on the morning zoo, like doing the crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, Logan, Logan Paul would have been a super talent no matter what generation he was born in because he just has drive and ambition and he's he's a, a talented, handsome guy. And like I told you, I remember when my wife was in like an acting class with him, everyone was sweating. He just has that. He has the effect or some people have it. I think other people, though, you're right, Kavino. There's a lot of like mom. The cool mom in town or, you know, the guy that tells like funny stories. He would have just been the funny storyteller at the bar. Like these people just have a different platform now. And it's entertainment for days. We could wrap it yeah. up with that. He'd be an entertaining bartender. That's what Stony Homie said. Yeah, but that's completely incorrect. Not true at all. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder. That's what I said. I wonder. Oh, maybe, no, I, I, I think, think the zip, maybe the zipper guy. Yes. But Logan Paul, there's certain people you could tell they just got it, you know? But would he have been good enough to yeah, be an actual it's broadcaster? Of, it's about having the opportunity. Well, I mean, he's good enough to be an actual broadcaster now, isn't he? Yeah, but not yeah. everyone has oppor had opportunity. Because of the opportunity, the yeah. things that went his way. Would he have been able to pave his way to be an actual broadcaster? Or would he have been like, the guy getting his nipples electrocuted? Like not, ah! everyone, uh, not everyone was lucky enough to be on the air in New York. You guys. No, I know, but, but and look I mean, at how that worked for you. He would have. He would have been. You know, and I meant that in a good way. I don't. I, yeah, I, that no. sounded bad, but I meant that in a really good way. Um, but like other people had to travel around the country and and go to small markets, yeah. and they're probably still there. So you know, it's it's about opportunity. And if he wasn't there at the right opportunity, I think he would have just been a very charismatic guy working in a normal job. Same could have happened for you. Or an actor you. spot. I mean, he did do or some acting. And he's not great yeah, at acting. Yeah, but he became an actor because his, like he became an actor because of his popularity. 
but not because yeah, he was but, a good actor. Yeah, but to some people that just have the it factor that they're popular. Like you don't just become popular uh, on social media step, some just people, because. Like there's some something people about step in shit and then like build off that. So like, like spot that girl. He stepped in that shit. Girl and that, then was, that girl that used to be in a couple, but now she's like single again and she's like Oh, what the hell's her name? Amber Heard. Courtney Stodden. Used to love no, her. No, you're so, you're like 20 years off the mark. What are you talking about? The you brunette, that The girl. brunette that like used to be like, you know how I know my husband loves me? And she would name sarcastic things. And now she's like cat something. Wait, is it cat something? She's got like millions and millions of followers. She's just, a, she just happened to start TikTok when the pandemic was happening. Before, without that, I don't know what the hell she would have been. You could say that about anyone, though, with a good personality. Right place, right time. The call from the morning mashup. She was. She just happened to be a temp receptionist at an entertainment place. Yeah. Steps and shit. You know? She Sometimes you been, get lucky in a good way, right? Like who, She would have just been the charismatic girl at the office if that didn't happen, possibly. Yeah. You don't know. She stepped in shit once and was able to build off that. And, yeah. And took her opportunity to the max. So that's what I'm saying. He, you have the opportunity... And depending on your personality and your drive is whether or not you build on that opportunity, but you still need an opportunity in a previous day. Actually in, at any time, <laughs> even well, now you still need the opportunity to, to answer the question. If you're a top tier TikToker versus like a middle tier, there's a big difference in money. Like people are making money on social media, but if you're one of those top people, that dude that how much does he make a million dollars a year? Spotty, your brother's oh, co-host. Uh, oh, I don't know how much he makes. No, well, no, that new that there was the New York Times article about him, how he made way more money doing yeah. TikTok than he did on his New York morning radio show. Yeah, I don't know the exact amount though, but I know he has the like, guy that says like, "Damn, why would you do that?" Like that 10, guy makes a million dollars a year reacting, doing yeah. reaction videos. Yeah, can't believe it. So can't hey, hate the everyone's player. got their own little window. I hate the game. Little I don't hate the player. I hate the game. All right. Well, on that note. Have a great Wednesday, and I'll see you guys back in L.A. tomorrow. Oh, what a treat for a throwback Thursday. Hey, hey Spock, can you, uh, can you let Piper out? I have been. Well, thank you. I'm just asking. If you... I was like yesterday I went outside and sat with her. Does she Piper the sun. sit on the suitcase because I think she misses, she misses you? Because if that's the case, it's the saddest it's the, thing. It's sweet. It's very sweet. Yeah, well, we, le we left the suitcase out because we were packing, and there was an extra, and she was laying on it when we left. So we're like, let's just leave it there, you know? And sometimes, yeah, it's like instead of so she it, thought she was going for the trip, uh, right? Yeah, she's still waiting Probably. for someone to pack her in the bag or something. Probably, Rich's dog just lays there miserably on the yeah. suitcase. Like there's all these waiting. little doggy beds, you know, around right the house. Down. She chooses to sleep on the suitcase. She's waiting on for the suitcase. Oh, and don't forget the roses too. I think he could be okay with the roses. I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, it's it's sprinkled a little this morning, and it's also been very. It's been oh. kind of coolish. So I think they'll be okay. I think they'll survive. Thank you. How are they looking? Day. Are the flowers looking good? I took a miserable picture of Piper. If you want to see just for fun? Yeah. I think you want to say go. you took a miserable picture of his roses. <laughs> no, I sent it to both of you guys yesterday. Here. You didn't see his spot? Oh, no, I saw it. Yeah. Oh, I sent it to send. Yeah, let me, uh, I'll bring it up. I'll forward it. Um, just to give you the visual. Well, Piper sitting sadly on the new on the suitcase. 
Spot, spot, someone said Spot took a crap in the bushes. Take a crap on the base of the flowers. That way it gives them uh, fertilizer. If you're going to take a crap. Don't do it in the bushes. I don't take craps. I take grumpy. Uh, <clears throat> grumpy. 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 No, we have, a, we have a dog. People are like, you left the dog alone? No, we have a, we have a dog sitter at the house. Yeah, are we allowed to talk about that? Yeah, it's a little weird, bro. Why is it weird? No, not that. <sighs> what? By the way, look at Piper. Oh, What's little, weird about that? Look at my little boo. She's a little messy, bro. <laughs> She's a little messy. How is she messy? Like you? If like She's if, like Mark. Messy, eh? Honestly, I think. She's, she's like messy, but Canadian. Like if you she's saw like messy, eh? Yeah. If you like saw her. But I thought were, you guys didn't bump into her. No, no. I mean, but like, that's, no, we, that's we, how we know we she's messy. We bump into her mess. We bump into her mess. But where? She's in her, <laughs> she's in the guest room, no? I mean. Oh, no. It looks like she's sprawled out all over your house. She's bro. definitely been taking advantage of the rest well, of the Well, she leaves tomorrow, so I'm sure whatever she picked out, uh, she'll pick up. So it doesn't matter uh, to me. I, I, I mean, what could, what could you, what did you, what she spread out the kids' toys? She spread out something else. <laughs> what? Her butt cheeks? Let's just say uh, we're just messing. No, we're just messing. She's making. Uh, she's just messing. I don't know. She's like Lionel Messi. <laughs> she's she's like Messi Marvin. Messi Marvin. Let's just say that we knew someone was staying here. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if they have, I mean, you're there, the bathroom and the bedroom they're using are connected to the oh. studio. So I'm sure she's fucking making herself at home. Oh, she's making herself at home. All right. Yeah. But when she leaves in the morning, <laughs> when she leaves in the morning, you think she's going to leave her fucking mess she's behind? She's not here. Oh, oh she uh, is. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, hopefully. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess I'll see tonight when I get home. Don't go in the guest room. <laughs> I'm sorry. The guest bathroom. I think that's better. She's a girl, so I'm guessing there's like makeup and towels oh, and shit everywhere. No. Right? Oh, sure. Wasn't that every girl though? Did she leave a mess like poops? I don't want to talk about it. I don't think about it either. She left duties? No. Grumpies. <clears throat> Grumpy. <laughs> oh no. Anyway. Woo! <laughs> she left logs for you guys? Grumpy. I, I should check the sheets. Oh my god! Are there sex toys out? Oh, no, but there's yeah, stuff out there. What? She could be listening, man. She could be listening. They listen to. She's not. She's not listening. She's at work. Uh, she. Uh, she's working out something. <laughs> oh my god! Stinks. I will tell you this, man. She blew up your toilet. Yeah. Like I actually, I actually, I had to go, I went plumbers to your closet and got your cleaning supplies just because that's how bad it was. Like, I think she had to go out and get her own plunger. She brought, there was a plunger in a bag. There was a what? There was a plunger in a bag next to the toilet. Like she went out and bought one and brought it here. She fucking clogged the toilet. Fuck that we'd be here using it. But. It was like, you know, it's like this has happened to me. Sometimes it's clogged and you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to wait it out and see what happens. Right. I'm going to wait it out and see what happens. But then it eventually just goes down, but it leaves the remnants. It, it just, it was a murder scene in there. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't wait to tell Sarah, our dog sitter clogged our toilet. And, uh, and I don't know, but what if it leaked? I don't know if it did. 
It could be all over your floors it for all I know. Aggressive. Oh my god. Yeah, it was bad. Like you're There's gonna, grumpies in was, the guest bathroom. It was aggressive. By the way, <laughs> I, oh. I don't want to get graphic, but I've taken some mean ones in there. Like, and it, it's fine. And it's There's fine. Never so been I can't I've imagine. taken mean ones in there. I can't. And I t- let me tell you, I take some monster. How am I going to I'm never going to see her. If you, if so Spock and I have I'm taken so, some aggressive honestly, man duties, she I to, can't even imagine what's happening. She has to come back today because her stuff's still here. Well, no, she, um, but I'm saying like, I got to see her. she, she's <laughs> there in the morning and then she gets there. Like Is she a truck, you know, she's there and she stays the night with the dog, but I get home tonight. So she's gone. She packs up today. So grumpy, oh, man. I've seen, I've seen cleaner toilets at a waffle house. <laughs> Bro. I can't wait to tell Sarah. It was bad. Oh my God, man. And oh my God. And like there was yellow tape around your back. And you know what too? Like she, she must've bought Domino's. Because there was Domino's boxes and like five in the Dr. Peppers, like and five like Dr. Peppers. Case of waters. So I can only imagine what was going on in that bathroom. Domino Dr. Pepper poops. Yes. <laughs> no wonder Piper's so sad. <laughs> Piper witnessed Piper's traumatized. Oh my Piper God. witnessed something and like will never speak again. Yo, for real? <laughs> Yo, by the way, Piper knows that like I don't give her much love, right? But she always. She never does this though. This is the face Yo, she, she, of someone yeah. that witnessed. She the comes up to me, Decker. Can she, you check the upper part of the tank? Piper comes to me in the morning. Piper has seen some shit. Yeah, I think Piper's seen some shit, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Pun <laughs> intended. Pun intended. Because <laughs> all right, when I show up to your house every day, right? I knock on the door, and like sometimes, like Ben and Emmy don't even look at me, right? Piper don't give a shit. Piper now comes up to the door, like, <laughs> like happy to see me. Safe me. Take me away maybe, from yeah. here. I can't oh, did do she, it anymore. Maybe she picked up my Mexican order, my Mexican pizza pre-order from Taco Bell. Piper's like, I can't do this anymore. Oh my God. There's more to it, but I don't want to be mean. So oh, man. Yeah, I don't want to be mean because I brought this up to Jordan. She's like, you do that all the time. I'm like, oh, so I'm the gross guy. Oh my God. What is it? Well, I mean, you've already been mean. Just say no, it. What's no, the final no. straw? Mm-mm. So we saw Duty her, smudges. No. So we saw her toothbrush too. No, yeah, no, no, it's, no it's, it's vile. It's no. vile. <laughs> her toothbrush is vile. Oh, it's vile, <laughs> bro. I don't know what's going on. That's all I'm gonna say. I can't. I feel mean. Wait, her let toothbrush looks like something that bro, shouldn't be in someone's mouth. Something's going. Let me on, tell you, bro. that bathroom has seen yeah. some things. If like, those walls, honestly, if those walls, could, walls not, could talk. I'm not using it until you fucking clean it. Yeah, I don't. I'm not going in there. I've been using the other bathroom. I've been peeing in the other room. I don't want I can't wait to report this back to Sarah right now. Oh my god! No, hey, wait, look. I mean, as our pal, we we probably should have told you off the air, but we had to tell you. Oh, we had to tell you. I mean, this is. is, is she took like a Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> Harry and Lloyd shit. Uh, it's. But the weird part is she didn't put anything away. We're using that as our studio bathroom. She may not know that. She might just think it's the guest bathroom. So she's like, "Let me leave my dirty plunger out." Yeah. Like, does she know that, that that's used for the studio? Like, did Sarah oh tell yeah, her that? yeah, I'm pretty sure she knows. Like, her shit is everywhere. She's left. She left like a towel draped over the toilet. Everything. Like, it's nasty in there. Like, I refuse to go in there. Like, he goes in, I refuse to walk in there. Oh my! God. I've been peeing in the other room. By the way, I think you have a leak in your wall because I hear dripping. And the moral um, of the story is like, oh, it's strange <laughs> people in your house, bro. I don't know about that. I mean, that's I get it. I, you know, she's coming, she's chilling. She just comes during the day. Does she stay here? Oh, yeah, she's she stay, yeah, she sleeps here she's at night with the dog and then she, goes to work in the morning. She's all sprawled out in the bed. She's, she's t- like she, there's she, like seven pairs of shoes in there. Yeah, she she brought like 
She, How many feet does she, she have? Moved, like, your, she moved your end table. You could tell she was just like using your end table as like a tray in the, in the living room. Well, that's what I do too, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you don't leave bottles. But you don't leave bottles of Dr. Pepper around. <laughs> I don't love Oh, my God. I don't know. I'm man. sure she's really sweet, though. Yeah, I'm sure she's great. <laughs> I'm, sure she's, <laughs> I'm sure she's really sweet, though. Well, let me tell you, we've seen some shit. Uh, Piper's seen I'm, some I'm shit. Piper's seen, Piper. Piper's seen it Look all. Piper, bro. Just like, when you come home, Piper's going to be, like, traumatized. Oh, my God. Spot, have you pe- are you peeing Can in the I backyard now because it's a better option? Honestly, I think what it do you is. you know about this person staying in your house? How do you know she's not going through your drawers? Yeah. And I mean, I don't mean your drawers. I mean your drawers. Uh, she's good friends with Shannon. Good friends? Like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she's good friends with Shannon. She ha- and she's watched Shannon's dog for years. So. Yeah. How's Shannon's toilet? <laughs> what? How's Shannon's toilet doing? I don't, I don't know oh, the shit. answers to those questions, so. But, I'm going um, to ask Shannon if she's ever left grumpies. No, uh, no. See, see, that's why we want to no, say. Yeah, anything. don't, don't, don't. <clears throat> you make, oh, grumpy. Now I know it turns into that we were talking shit about Shannon's friend, and we're just trying to tell you as a friend. So don't be like, yeah, Spawn and Steve yeah, said this between, and that. This is between us. Yeah, I turned the stream off. This is a death dying conversation. This isn't for you to be like, Spawn, Shannon, I talked to, and Spawn, Cavino said you're a friend. That we're not talking shit. We're telling you as a friend. Jeez. Clandestine. Clandestine. Look it up. Oh. All right. Oh we, should, we, should go. we should go before she Jeez. comes back. I'm going to have to hire an industrial cleaner when I get home. Yeah, you really should. <laughs> Jesus. Spot, what did note. you say about a drip in the wall? Oh, I think I hear a drip in the wall in the other bathroom. Like I hear like a. It sounds like mm. it's in the wall. Which bathroom? The hallway? The Yeah, the guest, the guest mm. room. All right, we uh, I think we're uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> anyway, I think we got a good. I think we got a good. I I think I got a good price. This is something to maybe talk about tomorrow. Um, I'll save it for tomorrow. Okay. Remind me of a uh, good price. Good price. Good price. I wrote it down. All right. Um. All right. I'll see you guys later. I gotta. Uh, I gotta record my fucking parenting podcast and then get on a flight. So I will I, see you guys. I gotta go check on Piper. <laughs> yeah, check on check on Piper and check on my flowers. <laughs> Okay. When I said fertilize my bushes, what did she? <laughs> All right. See you guys tomorrow. Until right. then. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land.